a podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 24. This episode, I'm not going to say it's the best episode ever, but that doesn't mean it's not the truth, even if I don't say it, but it is long as fuck, so I'm going to keep this short. Um, We talk about some emails we have to answer, um, having kids, nicknames, hospitals, bowling, politics, degenerates, legalizing shrooms, moonshine, shooting guns, back porch pissing, Red Dead Redemption 2, speaking in tongues, being naked, uh, Ada Oklahoma stuff. Hobo Johnson, the NBA, the NFL, college football, The Innocent Man, Heather Rich, and top five favorite comedy movies from our high school years. Um, joined by Snappy, Taylor on the back end. Thanks for listening. What up? We are joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. And first thing I want to get to, because I give into it first, uh, is the patrons who is my mom you and who i'm now going to say hurricane haynes because i've noticed i like to call people by their nicknames if I, they have a nickname in my life and that was travis's nickname so unless he wants me not to call him All he right. can let me know how did the hurricane come about um i don't know i feel like it was because it had an h and his last name had an h so there was some alliteration involved um, he drank a lot at the time, so maybe it had to do with the the moisture, you know, of all the drinking. Maybe it was that song that came like I don't know, I don't know the words, but it's like, it's like that woman that says like come in like a hurricane or some right, shit. Right. Well, see, I would think it's more of probably Hurricane Chris, who was a rapper that blew up for just a split second while we were in college. Um, and Travis likes some Hurricane Chris, but anyway, Hurricane Haynes. That's well, Hurricane Haynes. Thank you and. uh Send us an email and tell us how that nickname came about. Yeah, definitely let us know. All right, and then uh, Birdman, our cousin Jason. Uh, I don't know how that bird – is it because he liked airplanes? Why was it, why they call him Birdman? <laughs> we all have nicknames. I was thinking about the other day. We got Birdman. I know how Big Kahuna well, came up, We got though. the Big Kahuna. We I got Dusty Rose, the American Dream. Right. We got uh, Mine started out as Whippersnapper by your dad. Right. And then it turned into Snappy. Yeah, mine was I just was a baby with a T-shirt that said Big Kahuna, and that was it. We got nunch- we got nunchuck Bill, but he hit himself in the balls with nunchucks. And they're a uh, cotton top, uh, shit. All right. Well, anyway, Rustolio. Uh, Jason wrote us a bunch of emails, so I'm going to go through them one at a time. I haven't read them yet. Uh, we'll see what we keep it not. Um, first one says Ivanka Trump isn't an elected official, so how can you compare her to Hillary, who is Secretary of State? Just saying. Secretary of State is not an elected official. So that point is invalid. You do not vote on the Secretary of State. They're appointed, right? They are appointed by the president. And so is Ivanka Trump to whatever position she has right now. Correct. Donald Trump made up a position and appointed her. So it is. I can compare anyone. If you're not supposed to use a private server, you're not supposed to use a private server. That's just the way it is. And really, I don't even care. I said back in the day, I don't think what Hillary did was that big of a deal. I don't think it's a big deal what Ivanka's doing. I just think it's the hypocrisy. I think is it was outrageous. the fact that uh, she was hiding stuff more or less than using her personal email. Right. And who who the fuck knows? Um, and then he put next email. I'm enjoying your podcast. I don't agree with your political views, but they're interesting. The other stuff is good though. So hey, well, there you go. I appreciate it. Um, and then this one I believe is straight to you. It says you didn't address the definition of dope. 
that pops up when you Google dope, which has to do with the legality of the substance. In Colorado, it's not called dope because it's legal. And quit sidestepping. Snappy. He pulled up a Google definition, one singular definition that said it was uh, illegal substances such as marijuana or heroin. Okay, that's a single definition. I found another one that I like better. Right. Um, all right. I bet if we go back to Webster's, it would even say something different. Hey, I still, like I said, I stick to it being cool. You being know, cool. everything. I just hope this podcast is dope. It yeah. is dope. So, uh, next one says, listen to episode 23. I don't agree with everything you say on politics, but I enjoy hearing different points of view. Love video games of football. Go Cowboys and Boomer Sooner. Oh, fucking Cowboys fans, y'all are the fucking Warriors. <laughs> Not I know, the win. It's, still, it's looking really good like I'm going to get that 10 bucks. Yeah, you probably will, but I'm going to wait until it really happens. Um, I know, that's how I ain't got to 20 bucks. You told me two episodes ago. Uh, it's behind me on this shelf. I oh, just okay. keep forgetting to hand it to you. Uh, it says, so I enjoy those conversations. Also, like to hear y'all talk about life experiences and points of views of those as well. Uh, anyway, I'm going to continue to listen and shake my head at some of the comments. So what you're doing is cool. Keep the podcast coming. Um, and good job on the success. Honestly, we have very little success. Uh, I'm glad people are listening. We have more listens than we used to. So, I mean, that's cool. And I don't really know how we're going to do more episodes, but maybe someday. Well, I mean, he could do it like I do. He's like, man, I got these two fucking cousins. It's got a podcast. He goes, they say some off the wall shit, some shit I would never say in public, you know, and he get us listens that way. We do say some off the wall shit. All right, and then his next one is a Facebook meme of people pretending to fall asleep while having sex when their kids walk in, referencing our... Yeah, he sent that one to me as well. <laughs> so I was trying to understand what that picture was. I was like, did he just send me a picture? Well, they was in the middle. She was, he, he was in the middle of getting rode, and their kids popped in the door, and they just pretended to be asleep <laughs> like that's how they fell asleep. Yeah, I guess that's... Do what you got to do, you know? That's what I've learned from my last last week's episode. Oh, I can't wait till you have kids, man. Um, a lot of people are saying we need to, and I'm not. I'm never gonna have kids unless they're twins or triplets or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you're gonna do. You're gonna one stop shop. Yeah. Um. Honestly, on a moral standpoint, I feel like I morally have the high ground with. I'm not gonna leave this fucking planet with more people to fuck up the planet. All right. If we could all commit to each having one kid only. Then in the next generation, there'd be half as many people. They would have more jobs, more opportunities. They wouldn't use as much resources. They wouldn't need as many houses. It just makes sense. But instead, everyone's like, well, I'm going to have fucking 18 fucking kids. Fucking well, I mean, that wasn't the plan, but, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm going to vasectomy me like the day after the kid's like, it'll live. I'll be like, all right, let's go get this taken care of. That's the dream for me, really. One anyway. kid? Maybe that's because uh, yeah. that you, you was an only kid. Yeah, I was an only child, and I'm going to be way cooler because I understand um, it sucks being an only child sometimes. I understand you're spoiled and all that shit, but when I fucked up, and boy, did I fuck up sometimes, it like was way worse. I don't know. It was like all the hopes and dreams of your parents, and they're just shattered. Now they well, just look at I you like a big disappointment. because uh, my brother Thug Nasty... He would get in fucking trouble, and so the rules upon me were worlds of different stricter, and I didn't even get a chance to even act out like he did. Oh, so you're the youngest, but it went like opposite, where normally the youngest gets it easier. No, uh, I wasn't the youngest, man. That would be my sister, Amanda. Oh, oh I'm that, sorry. That, your brothers is that, what I was That'd thinking. be my sister, Homer. 
Now, she got treated like a damn princess. I know she don't listen, so I'll talk shit on her. Yeah. Fuck her. I don't know. Nah, she's cool. She's cool. <laughs> she's cool, but I mean, all the siblings, Mosers, we just talk shit to each other. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I fun. saw where your oldest brother is still in the hospital, right? Yeah, they uh they need to call Dr. House in, man, because he's been there going on two weeks, and they still can't find out where the infection's coming from. Yeah, I think something that people don't realize, uh, especially if you don't live in like a rural community, and Ada, uh, where we're at, isn't a big place at all, but it it's so much different than like where, I guess longer it was pretty close to Ardmore, but from where I'm from, like Warwick is the fucking county seat or whatever. Right? It's like the biggest town within 25 miles. And that's sad. Right. And so like it's regional hospital was like, that's where you went. And we would show up. I remember my dad one time got super glue in his eye and the doctor showed up drunk and then ended up calling up to Duncan where my dad had to be, you know, taken to, to about 30 minutes away. And they said that there was an explosion, the drunk doctor, and then my dad might lose his vision. And when my dad got there. There was like a whole team of surgeons ready to operate on his face when all he had was super glue in his eye. Damn. So like, anyway, I'm just that's the level of professionalism that existed when I was in junior high. It seemed period. like if something back there happened, then y'all probably went to Lawton if something big, massive. Right, they would probably go to Lawton or Wichita Falls, depending well, on your we'll insurance here, scenario. Here, kind of where we live, Ada Ardmore, we go to the city. Yeah, if it's real big, for sure. Right. But at least we have, like, the Chickasaws make a lot of cool shit around here. They make Ada way more habitable. So, like, they have, like, a nice hospital like, and shit if you have They to bought the old bowling alley just because when the governor, governor drove by, he didn't like the looks of it. Because it did look kind of trashy. Right. I had a lot of good times in there. I know. I, I had so many good times in there. I just hate, I hate Laser Zone. Hot take for anyone. And you're not familiar. You're going to think this is so stupid. But there's this place called Laser Zone. They have laser tag, believe it or not, and an arcade and a bowling alley. Bowling alley, it's all black lots and shit, and the balls are plastic. And I fucking it's, hate it. It's not a bowling alley. We need a bowling alley. Right. In the old bowling alley before, uh, you know, it got taken down, whatever, it was like the old school. There was like a million different balls. Of I mean, different- there were 12 inches of grease on the lanes. It- all right. It was fucking wonderful. It was great. So that is sad. And that quarter beer knots when I was in college. Oh, we called it what? Rock and bowl? I got so drunk and I ended up fucking crossing the line and fucking falling on my ass. Right. Yeah. Um when I last time I went to Laser Zone, intoxicated and is intoxicated is that drunk or is that high? Drunk. Okay. Well. Well, I was both. And I went to Laser Zone back in college. Threw a ball two lanes over, like, it, like stuck in my finger because of the little fucking plastic balls, and it like flinked over two lanes over. And then luckily the people playing didn't. They laughed at my drunk ass. And see when they first uh, brought up the bow and Ellie, they had like this little pro shop and shit. You go in there and get your yeah. own balls. It was kind of cool then. I mean, when I was in high school, I bought my own bowling shoes because I went to the bowling alley in Duncan enough that I was like, well, I'll save money in the long run if I'm not having to rent shoes. And I don't think I ever got the money back. But they were dope. They're way cooler than the fucking bowling shoes you rent, you know. Right. Um. All right. I think we wasted quite a bit of time there. Um. So one thing I kind of briefly brought up because you brought up last week, and so I mentioned I wrote it down here of you mentioning how someday we may do more episodes. What is your vision of doing more episodes? Man, hopefully we'll get enough listens. We'll just have, and more people will understand us that we'll just have maybe some more topics to top talk about. 
Right. The only reason I would kind of ask is because this week, for instance, was a real boring week. Oh and then imagine God. us this week having to get more than whatever this episode's going to have in it. Unless it's really just shooting the shit or like me just, okay, here's a random story you've never heard about me from high school. And I could if we had to. Um, but I was like, fuck, that ain't shit really happened. There's a lot of Donald Trump stuff, but there's no, here's how I feel about it all real quick. I don't really care about um, talking about him quote unquote going down, right? It kind of looks bad for him at the moment. I think most people would agree with that. Like even Fox News is like, this is why it's bad. You know, they're their guy who does the one hour of news a day. And I don't really care about talking about that part. I just liked hating on him when he was like talking shit on Twitter, right? I don't know. Like I don't care about the actual real political shit. It was just fun when he was an idiot on Twitter. When he would say stupid shit on his Twitter. Right. So it's not that I'm trying to be less political on purpose. It's just at this moment, I'm like, well, I don't know what the fuck's happening. And we'll just see what happens. I don't know. That's where I'm at on it. So if anyone out there is curious. Also, my only other political thing this week, I think it is. We will see. Um, Did you see where the technology people went to speak to Congress? So like Google, like the head of Google went to speak in front of Congress and Congress were like, why is it when I type in Donald or idiot into Google, a picture of Donald Trump appears. <laughs> and then the guy had to explain to all these old fucks how number, how the algorithm works and shit. And they don't fucking know. And then other, like they're pulling up their iPhone. They're like, why are you doing this? And the guy to be like, that's Apple. I work for Google. You're, you have an iPhone. And you're just like, oh yeah, these people that have been paid thousands and thousands of dollars to fucking run our country. Not very well. They don't know shit because they're old fucks in Congress that don't know shit about computers. And they're like trying to make some laws on it. I mean, on computers, I can get to where I'm going and stuff. But just like usually I kind of have to been there before. Right. Otherwise, I'll end up fucking going on some fucking goose chase. Yeah, I t- I'm pretty OK with computers. I'm not the worst. I'm not great at them. I Google a lot. I figure out what I want to figure out, I guess I will say. Oh, I saw some shit uh, today, actually, where people are claiming and this could be a joke. Right. I know the internet does joke shit and then they pretend people are offended when it might not be the case and all that. But where people are getting saying Santa is sexist. The man, fact that Santa I is a man. something like right before you picked me up about a gender neutral Santa. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, get the fuck out. There's no way it's real. But oh, come on, people. <laughs> I know. Make it stop. Uh, Santa, he's been a figure for years. He's not on one side or the other. He delivers to all. I like the pagan man myself of Santa Claus. Um, he's the reason for the season, Santa Claus. That's how I feel about it. Um, also, but I also kind of hate the decoration of Santa. Like when my wife's putting up decorations, I'm always like, ah, oh, fuck Santa. Let's use Frosty the Snowman. Snowmen are way better. I like. I it's prefer that. No one has a problem. I mean, I guess the snowman's gender neutral. No one yeah. ever points that out. You can put boobs on it, or you can't. There you go. I mean, hell, you could have a couple balls dangling down if you really wanted. Dumb and dumber. Yes. I, I seen they had a the uh, a, a baby doll. With a fucking little penis on it. What? That's going too far. Yeah, I agree. I come on, guys. I agree. I think it. I think it is. Um, only because little kids are weird. Well, I remember a, being a weird an appropriate little kid. Age where you start talking about penises and vaginas or hoo hoos and ha ha's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I remember being a kid, again, I was an only child. It comes up again, and I was at my friend Deuce's house, and his sister. He had a sister who had Barbies, and him being like, "We're taking the clothes off of," and I was like, "Okay." Cool. But I was like, it just never was. I didn't, I was never around Barbies. I didn't think anything of it, but that was like a thing. Other, you know, five-year-old boys were like, yeah. So I just think you put a penis on them. 
they're gonna someone's gonna look and they're gonna be curious because they're fucking little kids. I don't know. I don't, I don't think they ever miss anything about hood daddy it has boobies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, did you happen to watch a show I texted you to watch on Netflix the other day? I did not because uh, me and my wife have been rewatching Vikings on Hulu. So fucking overrated. Powell loves that shit too. I just it falls the fuck off after season two to me. It kind of does, but I just I'm already invested. I think if you have Amazon Prime, Britannia is like a better show, but it's like in that style. I like those style of shows, uh, but I think it's a little better. But it could fall off eventually too. Like I said, I liked Vikings at first, and Powell fucking loved that shit. I mean, he stole the dude's haircut. But... It's like each episode, you're like, all right, who's betraying who this time? Right. Uh, but anyway, there's a show called The Degenerates, and it's actually a stand-up show. It's just 30 minute stand-up sets, and it's all people that have like really dirty, offensive humor. Well, so no, I, I clicked was, on it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, snap you like." He made one joke that I was like, "Whatever it was," I texted you at that time was like, "Hey, you should watch this because it just was right up your alley." I'll watch it this weekend and bring it up next week. Um, yeah, and everyone else definitely check it out if you like. Uh, offensive jokes but that also leads me to um i think you posted something this week on the facebook page of you know they're called jokes we used to tell them before people were offended something to that extent not everything that's offensive is a joke and not everything that's a joke is offensive and i do feel like a lot of people are getting to that level where they're like as long as i say it's a joke after i say something offensive it's okay but there are times offensive things aren't funny right I agree. <laughs> but I do think some people view it as like, well, as long as it's a joke. It's well, like, it seems, well, you got to actually be funny. Well, like, you can't not be funny. It just and seems like now, Tom, you can't even make, I can't make a joke in the 80s that I did in the 80s and 90s without someone's feelings getting hurt. Yeah, but I've heard some people say some really offensive shit. I guess, but it seems like more people are offended than not these days about stupid shit. Well, and I also think of like people in my actual life, none of them are. I don't know any real people that get offended or are these liberal people that I hear about. You live with one, you claim, of your daughter, but I don't see that. And so, like, when everyone's like, it's the fucking these people, I'm like, you're just hearing that on the Internet. You don't know anyone like that. And I think that's another time where I'm I like, see, I don't know. I can see your point there. I think most of these people are like, it shouldn't be called Facebook. It shouldn't be called friends list. It should be called, like, acquaintance. Right. Because I was like, okay, out of my 300 friends, I've probably had a beer with 290 of them. The other 10 I might actually know. Right. Or it's like people I've worked with in the past, and that's all the ones that are super liberal. It's like not really people in my lives. Right. You and, know what I mean? And those are the even people, my friends that are just, liberal, they're like, the most they're doing is they're just on Facebook being like, hey, you guys, you should quit being so mean or whatever. And then people are like, fucking telling us how to. And I'm like, they're all things considered, they ain't doing shit but talking shit on fucking the internet. Like, why is uh, everyone just gets their feelings are on both sides about all of it? And I just sit there in the middle and I'm like, I don't know, I'm gonna make some beats and run my Facebook page. I want to cancel my Facebook because every all the news coming out about how fucking shitty Facebook is. But I think we've always known that it's not fucking new information, really. It's fucking better than MySpace was. Well, MySpace, there's a lot to do on MySpace. MySpace was cool because you could put your own like um, music layout. background, right? And you could add like fun shit. Like here's a refrigerator. You could put magnets on the middle of my fucking page. Uh, you could post your buddies' music on your page and promote them that way. I mean, someday when we do top five social media sites, MySpace might be up there. Man, I played the hell out of that fucking uh, uh, the mafia game on there. 
where you just like just chase around people trying to fucking attack their forces. It was just the game at like the bottom of MySpace. Oh yeah, I never played it. Yeah, uh, I think about yeah, it was pimp. Um, let's see. This week, I don't know if you remember, but a few weeks ago, I talked about how I was like a man because I changed my brake pads, right? And I felt all good about it. And then this week, I hit a speed bump, and I guess I did not put the screws in very well on my brake calipers, and one of my screws fucking bounced out, and then it sounded like my car was a roller coaster, and was like, dun, 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 and I was like, what the fuck's happening? And I thought my tire exploded, and I was just like, what the fuck? And um, I got back to well, my job, right, and was like, hey, guys, because the two guys I work with are like old mechanic guys. And one of them, they just happened to notice the caliber through the tire and was like, that looks weird. So he took off the tire and he's like, yep, you lost a screw. So then I had to go to O'Reilly's, buy a screw, put it in. Everything's fine now. But I just felt like such a failure. So did you have to get someone else to screw it in, make sure they had that man strength? Well, he just did, this guy. And this guy weighs fucking a third of what I weigh. Man, He's a little bitty motherfucker. There's he was something there. about an old man's strength. Right. Well, this guy's got those sinewy muscles. Those, like, you know, they're hard, but they're small but hard muscles. Yeah. Um, now, if we have to lift a box, he'll, like, he'll call me at work to be like, oh, you think you can come over and help me lift this box? So it's not that sort of strength. But he has, like, this little, like, twisty strength, I guess, that maybe I just lacked. I don't know. Probably it, one of the guys that cr- crawls up inside of cars and works on them and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, his truck broke down like a week ago, and uh, the other guy I work with was like, here's a motor engine you can buy for that exact vehicle for however much money. And the guy's like, oh, I'm going to try this and this first. And he's tried everything where he just takes it all apart. And he's already spent half as much money on that as it would have cost him just to buy this new engine. And so me and this other guy at work are just adding it up, and we're like, you think he'll get to the the cost of what the new engine would be? Um, but it's interesting. He'll probably get there and then buy the new engine. Because I don't give a fuck about cars. I'm really glad I work with them. It was, like, really helpful. And I think I could be decent with cars. I just never really been around Man, it. And I took a car apart, and then I didn't remember how it went back together. <laughs> yeah. Fucking screws were going in the wrong holes. and Man. Oh, did you see where they're going to – they're getting close to legalizing shrooms in Oregon. Really? Yes. Do you have any? I see. I feel like I feel like shrooms aren't as bad as all other drugs, except like maybe pot's less as bad, right? Or alcohol, because if you're going to count, I think you should just be confined with someone you know on shrooms. Yeah, um, not be out in public. There's a probably a there's, there's definitely stories I can't tell because the people that were with me would not appreciate it. But, like, the first time I did shrooms was with my friend LV, who we've talked about, right, who's in jail. And he got us some, and it was the – it just wasn't fun because he freaked out the whole time. And then it was, like, me calming him down, even though we both took shrooms. So that wasn't a great time. The second time I did them was with a bunch of fraternity brothers, and they all kept wanting to go go places. And I'm like, I don't think that's the – what you do man there's some college football players who wanted to do shit like that yeah and i was just like i don't this ain't a party drug guys i don't that's why i just want to fucking set set at the wall and watch the wall do its magic <laughs> right i remember i had this uh mirror that had like a glass on it so it kind of had like this double reflection sort of feel and i just fucking stared at that for like an hour dude someone had this fucking gun i can't say who they had this fucking gun that went doo 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 and made these lasers. Oh my god! I fucking jumped over the back of the couch, fucking freaking out. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I think they're gonna legalize shrooms because they've saw where it treats depression and PSTD and all that shit like really well. 
somehow. I don't know how. But again, I view it just like pretty much every other drug or anything. I just sure treat like alcohol, sell it, tax it. And then if that's what you choose to do and you can live I can't, your life. I, can't, I cannot wait until Florida legalizes it then <laughs> to see some of the Florida stories. Oh, yeah. Florida stories will get even crazier. But I say I'm cool with all that. But then again, I'm like, should you legalize methamphetamines? No. Uh, then again, though, if you go to a doctor right now and you want to lose weight, that will give you amphetamines. They're basically the same thing. Okay, well, here's the deal. Maybe they could legalize it for the people that really want to use it, but they should outlaw the fucking personal making of it because that's where all the explosions and danger comes in. That's true. Um, I mean, it's kind of like the argument of like... And it, would be, be- it would be cleaner. Yeah. They it, would be, have a better product. It's the argument right now of uh, if you're buying moonshine to alcohol in the store. I've had moonshine. It's cool, but everyone... I don't know if anyone out there will drink moonshine and people will tell you, well, be careful. It might make you go blind. <laughs> this is the first, the first badge. And you're like, what? <laughs> I didn't know that was a fucking side effect. Oh man. Uh, I think the best moonshine I had was, a uh, this lady I worked with fucking, uh, made some, uh, everyone in Oklahoma seems to want apple pie moonshine. Yeah, they do. I mean, if they home make it, but it was really good. Right. I fucking drank all of it. And, and the liquor stuff from the liquor store is just, that's not moonshine, man. Right. It's made I mean, it's factory, good, yeah. but it, it's not moonshine. Moonshine will make you eek. Yeah. You know? Put a hole in your chest is what I always say. Hair on your chest. Uh, There's, I'm trying to think what it was, I guess it was just peppermint. The The best moonshine I had, they, you tell they soaked in peppermint. I don't even like peppermint shit at all, but it made it pink. And there was something about maybe the fact that it, was pink, it went down a lot smoother with the peppermint. So I huh. always, always enjoyed that one. And then I've also had just the normal clear shit that, you know, it's like moonshine in Ravia, Oklahoma one time. I was about four. I might have been 16. Right. Drove out to my buddy's parents' place. They had this big old family gathering. I was the only white person around. Man, I had a good time. Drunker and shit off some moonshine. Let's party in powwow style. Anyway, looking forward to the day. We're all buying shrooms in the store. Um, so look out for that. I don't think I will. <laughs> it makes my joints hurt the next day after. I think um, I think if you've never done it, you should do it. And I think if you've done it, you probably know if you should do it again. If you have arthritis, you should not do it. Right. I, I wouldn't do it. And the reason why I say that is because every joint in your body hurts the next day. Well, it's getting the poison out. Uh, well, I know, but body. if you've got arthritis, it's got all that to get through. Oh, man, it's awful. Right. Um, I just think eventually you're going to have a not good time and you'll just not want to do it anymore. Hell, the taste alone's enough to make me not want to do them. <laughs> so uh, the last time I did it, uh, and Pow Wow was like my safety person around. He oh, hung out. Jesus. He just hung out, made sure I didn't do anything dumb or anyone else anything dumb. And I had this brilliant idea because we were drinking a lot at this time that if I would just, I'll just blend the mushrooms up in water and do shots. And that was the worst fucking idea I've ever had. It was so disgusting. And uh, I did it. Or whatever, I got and through I, it. I worked at this pizza place, and me and this guy, he was 6'7", 330 pounds. We we're both shift leaders. Right. We fucking cooked them on a pizza, and we probably just ate a gram and a half a piece. That's the best way, I'm sure. Oh, and we was fucking working. It was fucking awful. I mean, the pizza was good. Right. But we was working, and then a customer complained, and they're like, we paper, rock, scissors, see who go deal with it. <laughs> and so he lost, and this lady's like, there's a fly in my salad. She goes, I just don't understand why there's a fucking fly in my salad. He looked at her. He goes, lady, that's a sneeze guard. There's not snot in your salad. It's doing its job. She just looked at him. And, of course, he's a big motherfucker. Right. So he just walked back to the kitchen. She didn't bitch no more. 
Yeah. Um, I just don't think I could have dealt with it. I would have been probably been seeing people jumping around and shit. Yeah, see, I didn't have, I guess, too crazy of a time. Um, but I normally also have had to be, like, the responsible one because someone else is always not having a good time, it seems like. So I'm just saying it doesn't have a great track record as far as batting average of people enjoying themselves to not enjoying themselves. Like, it's pretty much a 50-50 shoot. Had another guy that I worked with. Uh, he's a pretty good worker. Went on to be a mechanic somewhere. He fucking ate them, puked them up, and he was out the back door of this restaurant fucking picking them out of the puke because he didn't want to lose his high. So he could eat them again. Fuck that. He that's sure some, did, too. He fucking picked every cap out of there, too. That's like some fucking uh, those Native American shamans. That's kind of funny. He was Native American. There's these... Uh, <laughs> there are these certain shrooms that if humans eat them, it'll kill us. Right, like it's just too fucking much. But these shamans would watch you know, the shrooms, and once deer would eat them, because deer can digest them, where they would somehow get the deer to eat them, and then they would follow the deer around until the deer had to piss, and it filtered through their piss, and you could drink their piss and still get fucked up. And then these shamans would give it to people, and that was like one of their magic powers. And I was like, who the fuck thought of that? Like, I know they're shamans, but me as a deer hunter. If you've ever smelt deer piss, you do not want to drink that <laughs> shit ever. That's just the stankiest. Oh, man, that lingers. Yeah, if I don't you know deer about deer piss it. around you, nothing's going to catch your smell. Nothing. Yeah, I don't know anything about deer piss. Oh, um, it, it is strong. So I believe that's a true story I told. You can look it up if uh, you doubt it. But I know I've heard it. Um, all right, I'm going to bring up one more random thing that's super random because I just wrote down random stuff because basically like two days ago, we were like, we don't got shit for this week. Yeah. So we're going to figure it out. Here's my thoughts on the moon landing because Steph Curry got in some shit this week because he said the moon landing he thought was fake and then NASA was like, it wasn't fucking fake, blah, blah. So I just want to give my opinion on the moon landing because I think I have a different perspective than most people do. I think the video that we have all watched of the moon landing and the one small step for man and one giant leap for mankind, all that, I think all of that is fake, but I do think we went to the moon. Like, I think all that shit was made beforehand so that they would have the video ready to show people because it was a giant propaganda thing of the... The American 60s. flag and... Right. It was like a big thing to be like, we beat Russia. And there's already all these other things that show times that NASA said, this is so-and-so in space. Here's a picture. But then there's another picture of that person on like a bungee system holding them up in front of a green screen thing, right? So they've already been caught with some propaganda shit before. But now I do think we went there because we have a reflector there you can bounce a laser off of right now. Like there's shit. We clearly went Maybe to space and did shit. and throw a fucking spear. Be like a gravity spear. I just think, I think we did go there, but I think every, I think everything that people are like, we didn't go there, it's fake because of this, this, and this. I just think the reason why they're right is because, well, yeah, that video is fake. Man, they just delivered the first installment of Space Force. I don't know why everybody else is in denial. Space Force? Donald Trump sent Space Force, and that's where the, the next landing on the moon came from. They was delivering Space Force. I see. Well... I've heard nothing of Space Force since Donald Trump well, said no it. no one has. Because... Secretive. Maybe. Maybe. Man, I just so want to know what's in my... Apparently, from what I've read, uh, insider people are saying that he is worried about being impeached. And now I'm just wondering if he's, like, going to have health issues soon. So, you know, because I don't think he's the type that would take being impeached 
I don't think he would try to go out like that. Man, at this point, I really just kind of seems like he wants to get these last two years over with and right. get the fuck away or, from this. Right, if he could just say, like, I just won't run again. I really, <laughs> At this point, I'm kind of leaning towards I don't think he wants to. It's just fucking too much hate and everything else. Just, Honestly, I, I, I would, would want to step away. Right. Well, he just he has so much money that he can be making other places. His name is all big. People love him, blah, blah, blah. But he's just not good at being present. And I think, honestly, in a lot of this campaign shit that's happening that he's getting in trouble for, I still think he just didn't think it was illegal. The only thing I really seen about uh, Trump was that the stripper had to pay back the money for defamation of character, like 292000 The court cost is what she had to pay. 292000 a court cost? Come on, man. It don't cost that much. That's what uh, Stormy Daniels has to pay that to Donald Trump. Steam. That's not court cost fee. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's getting that. Hey, that must be what. She's you, really getting fucked, you could say. That must got fucking benches of gold in there. Yeah, probably do. It's New York. But something on the guy that's going after Cohen, um, the it's from New York State. It has nothing to do with Robert Mueller. So anyone that says, like, everything is Trump's a witch hunt, the stuff currently happening legally isn't having anything to do with Robert Mueller. It has to do with this New York prosecutor this dealing with the Cohen shit. But anyway, um, neither here nor there. See, like in America, once you re- reach a certain level of famousness, right, the kind of laws bend and break for you. Or it could go the other way. I think it goes one way or the most other. Most of the time, they seem to get away with well, like shit that we would get put away for 25 years. Right. They're going to get away with. With, okay, you're suspended one game. Well, right. I kind of I see what you're saying, but I'm saying I think in other times as well, people like like Obama's daughter or whatever fucking his oldest daughter's name is. She got caught like smoking a joint at a concert, and it was like a big fucking news story when no other teenager in the world had to worry about it being a news story that you smoked a joint at a concert, right? right? So like, I think sometimes it goes the other way as well, but. For sure. Man, I would get in trouble because I would beat a paparazzi's ass. <laughs> I am not lying. See, I like if the story. If fucking cameras came up in my face when I am fucking taking like an inappropriate picture of any of my family, right? I would fucking track them down and beat the hell out of them. Yeah, I don't I don't see. I mean, I think it would be hard not to. And then the paparazzi, they have almost no sympathy. Like, I don't know how anyone can have a sympathy for them. Now, if a TV show comes out that shows like the human side of the paparazzi, maybe I'll change my tune. But in general... They're always assholes or whatever it seems like. I would have, if I was famous, I would have higher security and fucking anyone that worked for TMC can't be within a thousand feet of my property. I swear to God. I doesn't, I don't think you can just do that if you're. I think you can. They're harassing me. But if your property's next to public land, for instance, like well, you can't. Well, if I had that much money, I would not be next to public land. Right. But like if there's a street, they can be in the street. You can't own the street. No, I'd be far enough back in the country where right. I would, so you would be good, street. right? And I mean, that'd be the key you'd have to go with, honestly. I mean, you have to just get away. But <laughs> it's kind of like my buddy. One time, he was sitting at his house, and he lives in. It's kind of on the side of a small town, but it's basically country. And motherfuckers looking at him, looking across the street at, at him in binoculars. This motherfucker go gets his fucking two seventy hunting rifle and. Starts looking back at him because he didn't have no binoculars. All he had was a scope. Right. He said, that dude come running over. Man, I was just watching your chickens. <laughs> um, I'm glad I live in town so people don't fucking have hunting rifles pointed at me, honestly, at the moment. And when it snows and freezes, I can walk across the street, get me some food. And all, I hate living good. in town, man. Uh, I mean, part of me hates it. Like, I hate my house in general. Um, but living out in the country would suck i think when you have like hazardous weather 
Like, I understand the benefits of the city. And my yard's not Man, too large. If I ever got my dream and lived out in the country, I'd be like one of the people who go to town once a month. So you'd have to have so many deep freezes and refrigerators and I just don't, I don't have all that. I just go out and if but I, I mean, if it's your dream home, I guess. If I want to shoot my gun, I can just fucking start firing. You know how many times a day I'm like, I want to go shoot a gun. Never, never, honestly, my whole life. And I've shot guns. Never once have I been like, you know what? I have a desire to do right now. So I don't even understand. I probably that. think about it every other day. That's so weird. Not really weird. It's just weird that like, I don't even understand that. I don't want to go pay the $10 to use somebody else's range. Yeah. I see that. Like even as a kid when I shot guns, like that's cool, I guess. I love shooting guns. We hit that can it. over. That's cool. But I was like, it's fucking loud. Hit my shoulder. Um, I can just go play a video game and get the same feeling and sensation. No, I don't. Of no, success. No. A- absolutely no comparison. Right, it's way easier on a video game. It's not about easy. I mean, this is what this is what how my mind works and what pleases my mind. Right, I'm not saying it wrong. I'm just I mean, I just is. I fucking love going outside and fucking being by myself, shooting a gun, throwing a fishing pole, fucking shooting an animal, skinning it, whatever. Uh, Be outside. A fishing pole for sure. I like fishing. I think that's enjoyable. It's a relaxing activity. I wanna Sometimes out, I want to go outside, piss off the back porch, not have to worry about neighbors. Yeah, I've, I mean, I pissed outside when I lived in town growing up all the time. Uh, just you can't do that these days. I go right now. I piss off my deck when I smoke cigarettes. You I piss off my deck fence. almost every day. Yeah, but my deck's like four feet up in the air. <laughs> and I would be like, well, I'm <laughs> this gonna. is true. And, like, I have this house over here, and if they were on their deck, it would have. Well, like, yeah, because it's like one of them little. Uh, uh, a top apartment complex and this yeah. little like house with yeah. an apartment above it. But I was just shack. like, well, you just you do the glance around. I couldn't this time of year because all the leaves are gone off the trees. So then that whole street can also seem. But yeah, most of the time I did here because you know I'm a man and I own this property and fuck you for looking. I still piss off my back porch, but it's usually yeah. late at night. Well, there's there's a guy who's on this uh, lawsuit because he stands naked in his own doorway in front. Uh, the hollering at the ladies right and a lot of people are pissed about this and trying to file suits but they're like it's his property he's in his own house it's just a glass door <laughs> that is fucking it, hilarious i think it's so funny i mean it's it's fucked if he's like being a dick about it but it's still funny i don't know it's my good. man we we're taking a smoke break out at one of the restaurants and they had this hotel next door and this girl i saw she's like snappy do you see that Look, in this top of this hotel building, there's a dude just jumping up and down, fucking butt naked, fucking flashing his wiener right in front of the window trying to get her attention. Hell yeah. You're just like, what the fuck? I just went back inside. Is it, um, how much your mother where it has the naked man is like a pickup strategy where like you just show up naked, throw your cards out there. How much your mother was a show that I liked when I watched it was like, oh, this is really good. After I quit watching it, it was like, that was way overrated. But now I'm like. I maybe should go back and rewatch it because it was pretty funny. It's been a while. Have you ever seen that show? Which one is it? How I Met Your Mother. Oh yeah, man. Okay, that's fucking great. I figured it'd be like a dude. Show I, I was in college. Watch. I and uh, I had this. I was living with a roommate. We had this girl. Man, she's really attractive, and she's always just sleep on our couch, get fucked up, and sleep on our couch. This went on for a long time. Right. And I was working for this other pizza place at the guy, and he, he was kind of Arabian, but everyone thought he was Italian, so I just let him think he was Italian. Right. Know? And he goes, "Snappy." She sleeps on my couch. I become the couch. <laughs> and so I went home and got all fucked up that night and took all my clothes off, went and stood in front of the fireplace. She wakes up and says, Snappy, what are you doing? What, nothing? You want to fuck? Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, that Arabian dude, oh, so Arabian works. Italian guy worked. Yeah. 
Um, so everyone just do that. Just get naked in front of women. They enjoy it. I would actually say not all the time, but if, if one stayed in not your house that, that many times, uh, like there was definitely times in college where girls stayed in my house and I did not make a move because I'm just not like you have to like. No, nah, man, I should have been there for a long time. We was right, all right. friends, smoked every day. Right. But I'm just saying like me in general, I'm the type of person like I have to have like a lot of signals of go ahead. I'm not the like impulsive. I'm going to make a move guy. That just wasn't me. My wife understood. And it wasn't me either. I was all and, fucked up. Right. Yeah, I guess what you got to be. So like there'd be times where I'm sure some girls were like, I came and fucking slept in your bed, but I'm like, all right, well, enjoy that side. <laughs> I'm going to roll over this way. <laughs> now, if they get up on your bed, oh, okay. All right. Um, I don't know. I was just fucking an idiot. That's how it works. Um, all right. I, three more things, <laughs> and then I'm good. Uh, the game, the video game Rage 2, I saw a video of it this week, the trailer. Looks fucking dope as shit. I didn't even know this game coming out really um, until within the last week. So I think everyone should check that out. There's a lot of new video game trailers that came out because the video game awards um, happened recently. And then the kind of funny games people had this little thing for indie games. So there's been a lot of game announcements. But of every game announcement I saw, I thought Rage 2 looked the best. And I'm probably more excited about that game than any other game. It's a shooter. I don't even like shooters or whatever. But I'm like, this game looks fucking dope. So, anyway. Man, I ain't even played Red Dead all week, I don't think. What have you been doing instead? Nothing. I'm just hanging out. Ain't much to do, man. Still in a boot. Can't drive. I know you can't be walking around throwing your poles and shooting your guns. I know. Fucking set in my house. Um, I played a little bit of Red Dead. I got to another major story part. I'm just trying to get to the end. I think I got up to 92.7. Was that point two more than last week? Point two or point three, yeah. Yeah. So, you played a little bit. Yeah. Um, I am glad I did the online part because I've now been given like 30 free fucking gold bars and I'm like, hell yeah. We'll see if I ever really invest time into it. Birdman wants me to get online, but uh, I just ain't pulled the trigger. Online's really never been my thing. Yeah, but figured out. I mean, you like Red Dead. Might as well get more money's worth out of it than you already have. You can. Uh, I, don't know, I'm, I just want a new video game. I really do, but I'm so broke at the moment you know it's coming to christmas i'm like i just gotta wait but almost every day i'm like even with red dead and me not beating it i'm like just just need something we're all overspending for the holidays it's fucking terrible oh yeah yeah i mean me and the wife we're not doing too expensive gifts for each other or whatever so at least we're going all right there but just you know fucking christmas and with our jobs we each only get paid once a month so it's just fucking shitty (laughs) it's like the fucking worst well it's like you're in a they're forcing you to plan. Yeah. Which I can do, but it just starts off with me spending a lot of money at the beginning of the month and then being broke at the end of the month, and that's just the way I it know, seems and it like. sucks. Yeah. Um, all right. I want to try to find on YouTube videos of people speaking in tongues, and then I'm going to try to sample that. That's my new uh, beat-making goal. I'm going to take their, mm. their crazy tongue speaking this, and then I'm going to chop that shit up. I don't know how I feel about that. As in, like, good or bad? Like, what do you mean you don't know how you feel? I mean, that's like, that's like okay, whether you believe it or not, that's their sacred. People shouldn't be recording their... They're just saying their, random gibberish. Give me that shit. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know. I mean, that's kind of like the Indian man on... Sounds like the, you're getting, like, too the, offended. I'm not offended. <laughs> I, it's like, I don't get offended. But, like, the Indian man uh, on fucking King of the Hill, he's always talking about a sacred shit. Yeah. But he's sitting there fucking this dude's wife the whole time. 
Yeah. Like, but you're worried about sacred shit. Come on. Well, I mean, you get to pick and choose your sacred nah, see, vows I feel, now? I feel bad for John Redcorn because he's sticking around because he wants to know his son. And that's clearly his son. And he Nancy's the shitty one in this he scenario. He clearly doesn't spend any time with the son. He spends most of it with Nancy. Right, but that's the only way he can get somewhat close because Nancy's such a bitch about it all. I just can't believe the fucking conspiracy theorists don't get it. <laughs> no, you, Dale, well, that's what's so funny is he's so on to all this other he's shit. On he on everything, know but, you know, all John Redcorn, you seem to be over here. I love that medicine you give my wife. Yeah. So, anyway, anyone knows any good videos of people speaking in tongues? Um, this sounds melodic. I feel like that's the new key. Man, I could have took so many videos when I was growing up. Yeah, see, when I went to the Assembly of God Church, that's where they spoke in tongues. I don't know if that's a thing for them or just in my hometown. And that's the only place I heard anyone oh, ever speak man. in tongues. Years and years and years and years of it I've heard and watched. Well, I know my grandpa was a preacher before I was born, and his gran- his dad was a preacher of the Holy Roller, is what he called them, and he hated Holy Rollers. And so we like he was like, no, don't do that. This is a, We went to a Pentecostal holiness church. It wasn't the ones with the skirts and the long hair. But right. they acted just the same inside the yeah, four Yeah, Assembly walls. of God was a Pentecostal as well, I believe. Yeah, I mean, they didn't dress like them, but they sure fucking acted like it. Right, and I just remember it fucking freaked me the fuck out the first time I heard someone my, speak My uh, wife had to hold my daughter so she didn't freak out the first time I took them to church. So, yeah, they don't want to go back. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> Scared the fuck out of her. Well, you... It, it's like they're possessed by a demon, but yet it's talking to God. I don't get it all. I just don't get it. And Maybe it's not even a language. It's it's gibberish. It's almost like you're constantly rolling your R's. Well, but not saying any words. If I had to like make a like weird scientific guess here, right? Probably whatever the first videoed someone speaking in tongues was was someone doing the rolling the R's thing, and then everyone since then is somewhat mimicking that person. Even if it's subconscious. Know, all of them sounded different. And supposedly this guy would stand up and he's speaking to this guy over here. And this guy would interpret that and speak to theirs. And it, uh, it was fucking weird. Like one guy, it's like I say the- unto thee. And then he would fucking start doing this. And this was like, other one's like, I got you. And, yeah, that's intense. It's kind of like the faith healers where it's always like, well, why aren't you working in a hospital and go really heal fucking people? Why are you only fucking healing once a year at your fucking mega church? <laughs> I don't know. None of it. Well, it's all like, you know, the guys that do the whole wave and the energy of the wave. And then like the whole fucking crowd falls over and you're like, what I the? haven't seen the, the group falling over. Oh, man, it's so good. Um, I'm sorry if you're a member of any of these churches. This podcast might not be your favorite. Um, hey, man. Uh, well, someone explain it to us because that's what I see. I go in there. And, yeah, I'm going to get freaked out, man. Right, it's crazy. It's like the one thing that white people should be like. I'm probably going to get some hate mail. Say, "Snappy, you're going to hell." Well, sorry, if that's what you believe. Well, right. If the Bible is true, I am. You're correct. I will. I will be going to hell. You're right. Um, unless that whole "once saved, always saved" interpretation holds true. Then Fuck I'm this! Good. I'm going to Von Halla. Yeah, Von Halla seems where it's at. Um, all right, my last thing I wanted to bring up is: isn't it funny how? If you're completely naked, like, I mean, you feel naked or whatever, but if you're naked with just a t-shirt on or like naked with just shoes on, you feel like even more naked. I and would not know how I feel about that. You've never, never, I've never been, been naked with just a shirt on. That's just you weird. never wanted to put it. The shirt, the shirt comes off first. 
Sometimes you're just Winnie the Pooh. It. You have a red shirt and you walk around. <laughs> no, I was straight fucked in my socks before just because my feet were cold. Um, I hate socks. I rarely wear them. I am at the moment or whatever, but like I just hate. I got to be able to spread my toes around. I don't like that constriction. But um, I'm surprised you have them anyway. So it happens to me like all the time where like, I throw on an undershirt first because I wear an undershirt Winnie to my the job. Pooted. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm glad you finally came around to that joke. I thought it was really good. Fuck. Um, so you sat there in your shirt and just fucking stuck your hand in a jar of honey. I ain't talking about your wife here. But yeah, all the time in the morning, I throw just a fucking shirt on, and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta go run here, and then I and then I feel like no real, draws on. Yeah, I feel like real fucking vulnerable compared to like if I just didn't have a shirt on, and like I just walked from room to room naked, because like I don't have kids, I don't have to worry about any of that or whatever, right? And so. I don't know. And my dad growing up, he didn't give a fuck. My dad was just going to walk naked from his bedroom to the bathroom. He didn't care if company was there. And it was the most embarrassing thing in the <laughs> fucking world. Maybe someday we'll get into that more. Um, anyway, anyone out there have any experience with the shirt only going Winnie Pooh style and how it makes you feel even more vulnerable? Man, that sounds like something Curtis would do. Yeah. I bet Curtis has. I'm sure. Him and the pot belly pig just strolling around that. What I like about Curtis is when he comes over, and the same with Chris when Chris comes over. These two have, uh, I think, are probably the only two like this. Like, you're not like this. It's not until you don't, you're not as exhausted by your family as you sometimes act like. No, no, It's like, them two will get here and it's just like a load off there. And they're like, fuck, I can sit in a house with no kids. And like, and you can just see it in their face. Chris will verbally say it. No. But Curtis, you can just tell he's like, Oh, this is cool. You're just chilling out. Not a not little fucking kids everywhere. Nah, man. I my kids are actually pretty fucking cool, man. man well, that's like, good. I mean, the youngest one, he does fucking talk an awful lot, but my biggest fear is that I have a kid that's a douchebag. That's why I'd rather have a girl because I think there's a less a less chance. less chance of being a douchebag, and I think the future is going to be won by women. I think clearly they're on their fucking way. Like I'm not saying I agree or disagree with any tactics at the moment. But but clearly they're winning lately. <laughs> so I could see that. Um, Maybe. But then again, I just want a kid that can play video games with me. That's literally the only thing I want out of this deal. Fucking, you can rent my kids for that. Yeah, I need to. Um, Fucking, they're all, I mean, they're I know all online. Your oldest one, yeah. Well, he doesn't have a PlayStation, and I don't have an Xbox, and I ain't getting one. So yeah, we're an Xbox family. Sorry, my PlayStation is probably about to die. It's getting very close. Um, I can just hear it. I mean, it's a day one. And it's just fucking loud as shit. I'm like, God damn it. I, but I fucking just make it a little longer. <laughs> be okay. Just get an Xbox and you can play with your family. Well, I wouldn't own any games for it. And well, then like the 400 games I have in my library right now, it seems super wasted. You can sell them to one of these game stores no, no, no. for store credit. They're digital. <laughs> they're, they're digital. They're, I have very few on disc. It's not the way I roll. Um, yeah, I'm just going to be in the PlayStation ecosystem until they merge. And they may merge someday. I could see that, honestly. Like in 10 years, 15 years. I don't really know what the time would be. Man, That'd be dope. They'll merge when Democrats and Republicans merge. They probably add the liberals in. Though they probably will merge eventually, the Democrats and Republicans, because they're basically the same thing. And it'll be like against, yeah, some other party. Because right now. They ought to just have one government for the people. That's it. But right now they have this like fake decision. It's like a Coke and Pepsi business, right? You want Coke, you want Pepsi, and it's like, well, you know, what about another option? And they're like, no, Coke yeah, or in Pepsi. Yeah, very few select businesses have both. Right. 
Because they will not deal with you if you have Pepsi products and Coke, and Pepsi won't deal with you have have Coke products. Dr. Pepper, they're universal. Somehow, yeah. Somehow they've made it. And Dr. Pepper's my shit. I don't know if I mentioned before, I'm like addicted to Dr. Pepper. It's my favorite thing in the world. Um, but I only really like it in a fountain drink. I don't like it in a can or a bottle necessarily. A uh, can? It's, like, it's harsh. It's harsh, right. In a bottle, it's just... Uh, flat. It, it goes flat. But even if it is fresh, it's like... It's too sharp. I'll tell you who has a good fountain, Dr. Pepper. Taco Mile. I never go to Taco Mile. I know, but you should go by there and try one of the Because when my dad was in town one day, me and him went there, and we ordered all this food, and they gave us, like, half the food we ordered. And since that day, I'm like, y'all fucking stone motherfuckers. Fucking restaurants make mistakes, dude. Yeah, but I it's up to me to remember that and vote with my wallet. And And it's it's like, if you you fuck up, then guess what? And it's up to you to double check your order before you leave. But I can still say, like, I have the freedom to not fucking shop somewhere. I don't have to shop somewhere just because they exist. Are you fucking socialist? No. Fucking a capitalist. I make my decisions on fucking service I get. Well, you should go by the taste of the Dr. Pepper. Just get one Dr. Pepper there. I don't need a Dr. Pepper from a fucking restaurant. I get Dr. Pepper from the convenience store with the ladies who give my dogs treats. Okay, but there's (laughs) different convenience stores that hook up their machines different, and they can put a little bit more syrup. Or they can put a little bit more uh Right. And what I'm telling you shit, is I already got the perfect one. I don't need Taco Mile in my life. Okay, then. Fine. Fuck Taco Mile. Taco Bell's where I'm at. If I have to choose a taco I don't go to any preference. We have had to eat out a lot this fucking week because our fucking heating element in our stove just fucking broke. Oh, that fucking sucks. So, uh, like the stove or the oven or both? The oven. Ah. But we just unplugged the thing, you know, because we... My wife took it apart and shit, you know, because I'm all crippled. Here's a fun example of how much I'm not a family person is my mom's family. Uh, my mom, it's like stepsister, I guess it would be. They're having this big Christmas get together. It's literally 30 minutes from where we're sitting in Paul's Valley. And it's tomorrow and I'm not going to go to it. I figured that's why you had me on today either because uh, Pow Wow wanted the whole day with you or you had plans. No, I wanted you here today because last Saturday I spent fucking eight hours waiting on your ass and you were asleep. So I figured might as well let's get you in on Friday evening uh, if that's easier. That's really my thought. But also Taylor is going to be on the last half of this podcast and he's going to be here early as fuck in the morning. Way too early. But what time? Like nine o'clock. We've done podcasts at nine on Saturday mornings. Yeah, but we've done it at nine whenever like I happen to wake up and text you at seven o'clock of hey you awake, you're awake, and then like, all right, let's go ahead and do it. Not like I have to set an alarm to make sure I'm awake at nine o'clock. That's See, a if I'm to get up thing. at nine AM, I would have to set an alarm. Yeah. I stay up all night watching movies, not purposely, just because I lay down and I can't fucking sleep. Yeah, it would be hard for you because you're used to doing so much outdoorsman shit that you don't get to do that now and then i bet you're just not physically tired i think i'm fucking claustrophobic right now me i get tired out from all the blue lot of computer screens i stare at for fucking 12 hours a day man i wanted to bring up something on facebook it's the most annoying thing mark zuckerberg if you listen take that waving shit off facebook i get a notification so and so is waving at you is it like just like a poke kind of yeah i mean it's got this hand that fucking does this and yeah. it's like, okay, you're my preacher's wife when I was 12 years old. I haven't seen you in 20 plus years. She wants a dick. You know? Shut the fuck <laughs> up. That's what wave means. Everyone in my generation knows the wave and the poke. That's the dick. Well, uh, honey, when you listen, since Damien <laughs> waved, that is all you. <laughs> I'm not going Damien's way. Sorry, buddy. 
Well, there you go. Sorry to break the news to you. All right, man. I think that's all I got this week. Got anything you need to get out there? Uh oh. Since we are front, we can talk about some Ada news. All right. We had a couple of different things. The Innocent Man's coming on TV. That's where uh, the curious people went missing. Well, it's going on Netflix. It's going to probably be a big deal by the time this episode comes out or the week after. I'm sure. It's showing how uh, corrupt the police force was. I believe. Right. That's a that is definitely a part. That's why people around here are not happy about it because, because it made the cops look bad. We had the same DA until two years ago, and this happened in the early '80s. Yeah. Um, if that tells you anything, people. I've heard this story before when the book came out. Someone kind of gave me the brief uh, outline, but I've, I don't really remember it I've all. I've heard bits and pieces here So and I'm there. glad to re to watch. I think it came out today. Um, today or tomorrow, one of the two. Um, and so anyway, I'm sure I will watch that, me and the wife, and we'll enjoy it. Probably binge it, because that's definitely one of those type of shows. Might get some tourists in town. Well, sweet. Maybe uh, we'll put out a big sign. This is the home of a podcast with Mo. Hell yeah. They can take pictures outside, you know, for a small fee. Yeah. Try to make some money you know, off we this had shit. A, uh, you brought it up earlier before the podcast talking about uh, we had a bus wreck. You oh, yeah. more about it than I do. We had this school bus that wrecked, and this is the funniest part to me, is there's this Aiden Ranson Raves page on Facebook that it's we bring up ridiculous. all the time, but it's really fucking funny. For, if your town has a Ranson Raves page, you should definitely subscribe to it. It provides entertainment. Don't ever comment on it. Just watch. Yeah. The comment, people that comment on like all of them, they're weirdos. Oh, yeah. They're weird people. Anyway, so someone takes a picture of, and it does look like, you know, you see a school bus on the right side of the right, of the lane, right? Like where a fucking vehicle would be. And then it looks like uh, this Jeep is on the other side. And then there's a car between them two that has wrecked into the bus and the Jeep. And it, appeared as if this car was trying to pass the school bus while the school bus stop sign was out and wrecked in the, the school bus in the Jeep. And then everyone assumed that on the Facebook post, right? They're like, right. fucking idiot trying to pass when there's a, they're letting kids out of the school bus, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, there's all going in. It was just weird. It happened because it, a lot of things lately has been about bus safety, right? There's a lot of bus safety shit out there for and then sure. This happens. Um, yeah. And then, the news story came out the next day, and I feel like most people did not follow up that saw the news story of the bus driver ran the stop sign, and actually the car hit the side of the bus because the bus driver ran the stop sign, and then it dragged the car into the Jeep. And so then the stop sign goes out when they stop, and then someone takes a picture. And so it's like an example of like, I never want to be like necessarily anti-media, but it's a the reason you can be anti-media and make sense is the thing like this of like, cause all you see is a fucking picture and you right. only see is one person's perspective right, and you don't have the drivers. fucking story. Right. And it's the same on this local scenario as it is to like nationally or globally, right? Where it's like, we only get the perspective people want you to get, you don't get the whole. Right. So anyway, just, uh, it was an interesting story, and it was just funny, the mom mentality of everyone fucking hating on that woman. How dare you try to pass that bus when it was like... So on that Rants and Raves page, I thought about when, you know, because a lot of times these comments blow up. Right. It'll be over stupid shit like, gas prices in Ada suck. Right. You know, and everyone all over town's got fucking 50 cent cheaper gas prices. A lot of these ones that have like 100 something comments, I thought about just posting our podcast. But considering we're in Ada and we bring up Ada, I yeah. don't know how that would go. If my wife... 
Yeah, right. That's why I haven't done it because I've just been like, man, I don't know. Right. If my wife like wasn't so embarrassed of me, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if she didn't have her job or whatever, um, I would think about it, I guess. But I'd also rather us have fans everywhere. And it'd be way cooler if people emailed us from like who the fuck knows where about random shit I don't know anything about. That'd be way cooler right. than fucking people here. And then it's what I would hate it because this is like my nightmare. If me to go to a fucking Walmart and someone's like, hey. You're like, got that podcast. I'm like, oh, fuck. No way. I don't want this. I just want to buy my groceries. So, um, yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> All right. I thought about it a few times because I do that on like sports center pages and shit. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, I've seen you and Curtis do that. And that shit's funny I did get the idea from Curtis. Um, but all right. I feel like we went a long time. So I got to cook dinner. Fuck for it. People. They love the first half better. It's just the way it is. Well, it's more consistent. Um, some weeks, I think the second half is better. It just depends on the person and what we talk about. And, or it's never as, it's always more focused, right? Like, it's not as random. Like well, yeah, I'm a time. random kind of guy. Well, me too. I mean, that's how I always like the first I mean, I write down a few things, but like I told you the other day, like, I just didn't see much. But most people are like, well, can you tell me what we're talking about? I'm like, I don't even know. Half Man, time. I kind of like you giving me the element of surprise because it gives my first reaction. Your first reaction is not always the accurate or best, but you still get a first reaction. Right. It's genuine. It's how right. I feel bad as well. Um all right, man. Well, thanks for being on, and uh, I'm sure we'll have uh, we'll keep the cousin talk going. All right, peace. <laughs> All right. So, if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail dot com. Perfect. Boom. What up? And we are joined by Taylor. Hey, man. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Pretty sure. Was this your second time? Second time. Second time. All right. Um, if you're if you're a listener of the podcast, last time I think uh, is when we discussed the Office episodes. Yes. Best top five list probably they'll ever be. Um, and then after we did that, you showed me this rapper named Hobo Johnson. Um, and it was... It like inspired me a lot in my rap music. I feel like it made writing easier because he writes about um, very mundane, who gives a fuck sort of thoughts, as well as like some sad shit. It seems like right, yeah. and that's definitely in my wheelhouse. So, and it's easier, honestly, to write about that than to write about any partying sort of dumb shit. So, anyway, since then, I'm just saying you had a profound effect on my music making, and you probably had no intention. You just heard one of my songs like, oh, I bet you like Hobo Johnson. You should listen to this shit. <laughs> That's how it went. Just, just always give me credit all the time, all right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I'll, I'll give you some credit. <laughs> um, another really sad thing that happened to me last night is I missed the first Thunder game that I – like it's the first Thunder game I haven't watched this season because I log into this Fox Sports app with my mother's Dish login because they have Dish, right? And that's how I get to watch all these Thunder games. And I'll go to log in last night. It's like once a week it makes you fucking reauthorize with some fucking stupid ass shit. All these apps do it. And I go to reauthorize and her password, not this anymore, so I'll just give it away. It was my first name and then the last four digits of my phone number. Very easy for me to remember, right? And so I go to put it in. It's like, that's not it. I'm like, motherfucker, yes, it is. So I put it in again. And then I locked her out of her account where it's like, you'll have to call customer service to unlock your account. <laughs> And then this morning, so I text her like 10 o'clock of like, 
emergency. I locked you out of your dish account. You need a call. I got to watch this Thunder game. Thinking she was going to see it like right then and be like, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but instead, I get a text at like one in the morning and I'm already asleep. So I see it this morning. It's like, all right, I got the password changed to this. And then I woke up this morning and it worked. So I will get to watch the Thunder game tonight. Man, so good it, job on my mom. It's still football season in our house. so Yeah, I gave up on football season. A couple reasons. I'm doing really bad in fantasy uh, for the first time in my life. Honestly, the NFL isn't even exciting to watch. I haven't watched college in years, so I just it's not even a thing I think about. Um, honestly, when I just watch football now, compared to basketball, it's just really boring. It's like so many commercials and waiting around to say hut and – their announcers are just shitty. Like Tony Romo is the only good announcer, and I hate to say it because you know agree. I hate the Cowboys. Um, but anyway, I want to get into football, but I'm just always like, fuck, it's so slow. My my favorite thing on Sunday is NFL Red Zone. I could see, yeah, I'm, I when, love Red Zone. When so. Powell and I lived together, and he had like every fucking channel, and he paid for all the expensive ass NFL packages and stuff. The Red Zone channel was dope. That where you would watch all that. Um, I wish I liked college, but I still, for like 10 years now, I've been like, why would you watch all these average players with a few amazing athletes and then just watch the amazing athletes dominate? And then since I quit watching, Alabama just dominates recruiting classes to where I would assume it's even less fun to watch now (laughs) than it was back when I was having those hot takes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like it because all those kids are trying to make it to the next level. Right. So when you get to the NFL, I mean, you're there. That's as high as you can ever get unless you're going for the hall of fame right so yeah uh, so i love college football over nfl so it's like college football then the nfl right below it for me so yeah i just think they should pay the fucking college players probably um and i just think basketball i I enjoy basketball's take on it and i really wish they go back to the way the rule was with lebron where it was like if you're good enough you can yeah and if you're not don't and that should just be the way it is we're like baseball's rule like you can try once and if it doesn't work retry in a couple years or whatever uh football is just weird and i think it's odd this is a super random tangent thought to football of we're like really concerned about like concussions and player safety and stuff these days in football and i had concussions in my football career early on in life uh which i'm sure were horrible but then again we watch like mma and we're like fuck yeah he knocked him the fuck and it's like so glorified but like that same thing happens to football it's like well hey now their future is on the line. Can't be doing that. Right. It's no, just strange. I, I think it's like it's the gladiator effect, right? Like yeah. For centuries. People yeah, but have th- wanted to see people almost kill each other. And, right. And I guess football and that's what football was. You have to say, it was but, that though. But they've lessened that. So that kind of gets me like I understand the con- concussion side of things, but I miss like the the haymaker hits that we used to see. Just yeah. someone just lay the wood on somebody. Well, honestly, you have people getting crazier other injuries now, though, too. Like, they can't walk the same for the rest of their life and stuff like that. So, I'm sure the concussions are horrible. I'm sure I brought up on this podcast that there are some studies out there that have suggested if they t- removed helmets and played with no helmets so it would lower concussions and would lower the CTE stuff. Because it's something about running around in helmets alone without hitting anything does enough little shock damage to your head that that over years and years of just doing that's damaging to your brain plus if you see these no pad leagues the way guys into their tackle the way guys tackle they always protect their head because your body instinctively is like 
I'm that's just what you're gonna do. I'm sure there could be a freak accident or whatever, but it's just interesting. Kind of like with uh, MMA, they've said if they removed gloves, it would be far safer because people wouldn't punch as hard because they instinctively you know you would break your hand, so you wouldn't punch as hard, and then therefore guys wouldn't get quite the brain damage they get. And it'd be about more about technique. Mm-hmm. So I think they should look into some of this shit. But instead, it's like, all right, we'll get more armor, we'll put more armor on everybody, and just have them hit <laughs> each other more. harder. Yeah, yeah. These helmets now are crazy. I was looking at them the other day, and they have like little individual where you can put more air in and right. add more gel spots. And- I just remember I used to always get the biggest helmet because I have a large head. And so it'd be like, all right, where's the biggest helmet? That one's yours. And I remember being felt so cool. I think it was eighth grade, maybe seventh grade, something like that. And I was the only one with a black face mask. Everyone else had white face masks, but like <laughs> my helmet was like this fucking huge one that had a black face mask. And I just felt so cool having a different face mask than everybody else. Standing out, right? Yeah. So, um, so since we talked about football a little bit, OU is in the college football playoffs, right? Yes, They're sir. Number four, going to play Alabama. Going to play Alabama in the Orange Bowl. How? What are we predicting here? And Man, how far away is this? It is on December 29th. Okay, so I didn't know like, when they done the college what is football. It like three ones. weeks. Yeah, two weeks, two, two weeks. and a half weeks. Um, we, uh, I mean, obviously we're the dog. OU right. is so. Uh, but I kind of like being in that position against Alabama. I well, mean, yeah, it's 2014 a, in the Sugar Bowl. It's almost like a no lose scenario. If you lose, it's just like, well, of course you lost. Yeah. And if you, you were win, supposed to like, lose, yeah. yeah. If you win, everybody's yeah, pumped. I, and I agree. Uh, I mean, I just – it's so cool to watch Kyler Murray play um, just because he's like nothing people have ever seen before. Yeah, know? I hadn't even heard of him really until a few weeks ago when all this Heisman talk started coming up, and I was like – I mean, I watched the Texas game this year, um, the first one. That was pretty much like a college football game I've seen uh, in the in the year. And I was like, oh, they're good, but I just I haven't heard of any good quarterbacks lately. As a Jacksonville Jaguar fan, you know, they need a quarterback um in the draft. And so I was like, well, who are they gonna get? And Blake Bortles isn't the isn't the answer? Um <laughs> apparently not. But knowing Jacksonville, they're gonna be like, well, maybe just one more year. We'll Let's give try you one, one more, more chance. Um I don't know, we'll see what fucking happens. I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah, man, next I, season. I I think OU, if Hollywood Brown comes back, which is the star receiver, um, he kind of is the playmaker. He kind of gets things going for right. him. If he's able to come back, I think the chances are a lot better. If he's not there, uh, I mean, C.D. Lamb helps out a lot. We have some good running backs. Um, I mean, I think we can get something going. Uh, people say, well, Oklahoma hasn't seen a defense like Alabama, but same is true with Alabama's defense. They haven't seen an offense like Oklahoma. So. Right. I mean, it'll be one of those tests of, you know, you see a lot of people saying uh, the Big 12's defenses in general are so bad, and that's why OU looks good and all that. And so, I mean, it'll be um, – even if OU loses, if they put points up, it'll look good, right, for that whole argument. Uh, I've I've mentioned this before, but there's a podcast called Dual Threat with Ryan Rusillo, and it's so fucking good, and he talks about college and pro football. And – he has this hot take. The SEC is down this year. Like he's like people aren't bringing it up, but they're just not as good as they've been in years past. So maybe That's, that'll be helpful, you know, for OU here. In this I mean, scenario. I agree with that. I feel like it was a lot softer this year. Right. I think the Big Ten was even down this year. Um, I mean, you look at Ohio State, how terrible they were all year, and I mean, they played for you know they were the Big Ten champions. So on Ohio State, Urban Myers retiring after this year. And that's basically because, like, all of his scandals, right? Like, they probably worked out some deal before the season that was like, we'll give you this one, but just you have to be done here because we're – Well, now he has – Jim uh, Trestle. 
now he has a cyst in it on his brain that oh. are, are uh, causing him headaches and it causes him to have rage fits they were talking about so i have a cyst too i guess so it sounds like <laughs> me on those days uh but they say he's going to stay on in some capacity uh to help the football team but he won't be the coach so i see i was honestly surprised nothing uh since we are in oklahoma or whatever um that nothing ever came out about bob stoops because remember when bob stoops like it was like i'm done and it was like a week before the season and people were like all right let's see what the scandal is yeah and i'm not saying there wasn't one but we never heard of it if there was So, so i heard um that after Oh, I think it was a 2016 season after the bowl game. He told them, like, hey, I want to retire. I want to be done. And they were like, oh, stay on one more season. Right. And so he did. And then they wanted him to stay again, you know. And right. he was like, okay, let me think about it. Let me think about it. And then he just showed up one day and was like, no, I'm done. You know, Lincoln's the guy. He's the future. That's who you guys need to go with. Well, hopefully it was that good. Now he, he has an awesome house where he's at and everything. But like, now he gets paid like four hundred grand a year just to give kids campus tours when they come and stuff. So, <laughs> uh, he's doing okay. Yeah. Less stress, less pressure. Well, and he was like a top five coach, paid coach for like 10, 15 years or something. Like, he's good. He's okay, yeah. <laughs> we'll be fine. Um, all right. I also want to bring up, a couple of days ago, I, started, I downloaded this video game on my cell phone, a uh, mobile game, if you will called Looney Tunes World of Mayhem. <laughs> and if anyone out there wants this, needs to get this game, once you unlock a line, it says, join my lines of Smoke, Oklahoma, because that's what I named it. And uh, it's a fun fucking Looney Tunes game. You fight other Looney Tunes. And I just miss the Looney Tunes because I don't ever see them around anymore. You know, where we grew up, I'm sure you did the same. You'd go probably to Six Flags, right? Like that'd be like a, a trip you would take. And then they have all the Looney Tunes shit there. And I just love Taz, like, to a stupid level as a kid. Taz is my favorite. So when I saw this Looney Tunes game pop up, I was like, oh, shit, I'm getting that. And I've been playing it, not a whole lot, but a little bit over the last couple days. Eventually, you know, I'm sure I'll get more into it. But it's kind of like your classic, uh, it's not really a card game, but it's more or less a card game. It just doesn't look like it. You, like, collect the characters and you fight other people and... I thought, I thought you were going to hit me with, like, PUBG or oh, yeah. Fortnite or something. Yeah, and then as Taz, you can dig underneath the earth and, and you pop up on <laughs> people. I would love it. I was actually, whenever it was downloading, I had that thought of, like, man, I remember as a kid, like, there were a lot of Looney Tunes games. There was, like, a Looney Tunes game on Super Nintendo and stuff, and it was really fun, and it would be cool if they made, like, a third-person, like, story Looney Tunes game. Like, I think that would be really fucking cool. I don't know if there's a market for it, like, I don't know if kids out there would be like, hell yeah, Looney Tunes. But I would like it. I think it would be cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then we have one big thing to bring up before uh, we get to our top five list. And that is there's a new show on Netflix. I'm pretty sure me and Snappy talked about it a little bit before this. Uh, I just can't remember because it was last night. Uh, and it's called The Innocent Man. And it's based in the town of Ada, Oklahoma, in which we live in. Yeah. So what is all this about? I've watched the first two episodes. I don't know how much you've watched or know of it. So I binged it last night. I watched the whole thing. Watched the whole thing. How many uh, episodes are there? There's six episodes. Okay, They're like bad. 44 minutes each. Yeah, it's You can close. do that. Yeah. So, um, man, it's just kind of crazy. It's uh, obviously there's like a corruption side to it. Right. But then, like I see it from like the DA standpoint, like he was presented with, with this evidence – 
that's what he has to go with, right? So uh, I get that. But, man, I feel bad for the guys that are, you know, in prison for like 12 years. There's one dude that's in there like 34 years. Right. That's every parole that comes up, parole hearing, they deny him because he won't admit guilt that he killed the person. So they, they said the last time, like, if you'll just tell us that you're sorry for killing this person, we will release you. And he said, I didn't kill this person, so I'm not going to. Right, not gonna apologize or tell you. And, I'm sorry. and that guy, because like I've seen the first two episodes, that guy where I'm at, I don't feel sorry for him because I, and I don't want to like ruin any of it. But he basically was like, I didn't confess. I was telling about a dream I had. But from the video they show, they never say, they never show him saying that. So it's like you have to kind of take a word of a man who seems kind of crazy in jail, yeah. and you're like, well, how much is that word? So. My biggest problem with it is it is in the town we live in, and I know people being interviewed. And, like, on the first episode, there's one person that I know is an idiot. Like, I know them in real life, and they are a moron of a person. And so when they're telling a story, I'm like, I don't believe you. You're an idiot. I know you in real life. So, And I know that's, like, a weird take, and no one else would care about that. Yeah. But I'm like... I don't know. This is weird. And everyone talks like people do around here. And I'm like, oh, y'all fucking sound so. Man, I, something that I hate is like the people they interview. Yeah. They they have like no teeth. <laughs> it's like I'm they like, chose the worst that, of the worst. Yeah. And right. then they go this, they have this investigative journalist that's going around and she's not knocking on any nice doors. It's like the shack, you know, like right. the shanty. They're like, I mean, it's just, I, Right. So to me, like being a proud Oklahoman, a proud Aiden, like I, I love this place. Kind of makes me mad a little bit that right. Well, that they show only. The and bad I know stuff. some people get mad at the whole corruption aspect from the like it makes Aiden look bad. I don't think that should be a concern. I think you should call out corruption or whatever. Yeah. Now, some of you saw on the whole DA thing in general, like not about this, but I'm sure I will feel this way once I watch more of it. But I felt the same about making a murder and any of these sort of shows. Right, where you learn that justice isn't about the truth and the court system isn't about the truth. And that pisses me off so much when I, when I just know that, like I can't even sympathize with the, the cops and the prosecutors or the, like, I'm just like so mad at everything because like I said, they'll get their evidence and they'll go, all right, what story can we make that sounds good out of this evidence? And it's like, but that shouldn't be the goal. And so it's like when right then, when you have to make a choice, when you're watching these things, if you're on the prosecutor's side or whatever of, I have to take that leap as well. Like it's for the good of whatever, even if it's not the truth, we know they're guilty sort of thing. And I'm like, well, if you don't have the evidence, you don't is kind of where I stand yeah. naturally. So that's always my thought of like, Oh, it just seems dirty when you're like, you know what you're saying is a lie. Yeah. And, and I think making a murderer, if you obviously on Netflix, it even it probably shows it more. Cause it's two separate people. They convict of the same crime with different stories. And you're like, y'all aren't even telling the same story. Anyway. Yeah. They, uh, uh, like, to me, on that point, too, like, uh, w- with the DA, how, you know, they had so much pressure from the public. Because right. two girls get murdered, like, a year and a half apart, uh, and there's no one. They don't even have any suspects at all, you know? Right. Until, like, three years later. So, I mean... The public eye and Ada, they're like on top of these people saying, we need to get this solved. You know, we can't right. we can't go to bed at night feeling safe. And, yeah, I mean, in my hometown, actually, uh, when I was in I was six or seven years old, I think this girl, Heather Rich, was killed in Warwick, Oklahoma. And there was like a Dateline episode and like some A&E shows done an episode on it before. And 
it was like, and I don't know all the details. Uh, my cousin Jason, who just started listening to this podcast, I'm pretty sure it was like around his, he was like a senior when it happened. So I think he knows all these people really well. Um, but she like snuck out of her house with these three guys and they like raped and killed her. And one of those guys were her boyfriend and then his friend and then some guy from another town. And they blamed it all basically on the guy from the other town. Like he was the ringleader. And me as an adult now being like, oh, that was, some, I don't know about all that when I think about it. But at the time I was like, that's that must crazy. be how it happened. Her boyfriend, huh? Yeah, her boyfriend. Well, he's the one, and again, anyone from where you can listening that knows the real story, let me know. Um, I believe he's the one who broke down and was like, this is what happened. And then he didn't get the death penalty. He only got life in prison while everyone else got the death penalty sort of thing. So then it was like, well, then he had a reason to make up a story, right? If like he got a less punishment than other people. So I don't know. I remember all the details. I just remember that the girl who died's brother, I knew him a little better and I felt bad for him. Cause then like a year before or after that, his best friend died on this four wheeler accident. It was like, God damn. And then so man, this dude just has a shit, shit luck at the moment on the whole deaths. The anyway. kid that died on the four wheeler. Did he live out at ringling? Uh, I think it was in Warwick. His name was Kyle something. I don't remember his last name. I was real. I was pretty young when all that happened. Um, so anyway, that's beside the point. Maybe someday they'll do a Warika story of Heather Rich if anyone's out there listening. But for right now, they're doing one on the innocent man. John Grisham wrote this fucking book. If y'all didn't realize that whole part. It was like Either halfway one. through his career. Yeah, and he's a- all in the documentary. But it's weird. Do you find yourself or did you find yourself when they were doing the over panning shots? of like, where is that at? Where is that at? Because I was the whole time like, is that Mississippi? Is that 10th? Is that where? So I could identify a lot of the buildings, but they kept talking about this power plant on there. I don't know if you've got to that part yet. I don't think so. I'm trying to find, I don't know where this power plant is. Well, I was just trying to find the the apartment that they keep showing. And I was like, I feel like it's right around here or something. It's a, I think that's like further down on 12th. Okay. Just Uh, the way the blocks were laid out. Kind of like towards Oak. I think it's over over that way. Not a hundred percent sure, but so that's, anyway, it's it's interesting watching it from the perspective if you live in the town they're talking about. No. I think I'm probably different than if it was somewhere else, and I'm a lot more judgmental on the show. I, I realize, like in most shows, I just let things go, and I'm like, well, I don't know if they're telling the truth there. Because I mean, <laughs> just interesting. So anyway, I'm sure I'll finish it up, and I might have more to say uh, in the future. But I knew you had binge watched it, and we're pretty fucking pumped about it. Hey, have you read the book? I have not read the book. You should read the book. Yeah, my wife think she was wanting to read the book before watching this, but she's read so many books. And lately, this is the life of like an English teacher. Is uh, last weekend she spent about twenty six hours over the Saturday and Sunday um, grading their outlines, which just meant she her basically rewriting all these essays for them. Um, of like write notes on all of them, get what to do. And then like this weekend they turned in the actual essays or whenever they turn them in and she'll have to redo it. Be a whole fucking weekend gone again. And I'm always like, fuck these kids. <laughs> You're ready for summertime and Christmas break. And yeah. Summer break. spouse is awesome. Um, if you're married to a teacher, you'll understand. And not that I'm like against my wife now, but you know, when they don't have to like, deal with kids or whatever and she's like i'll just make you lunch every day i'll do laundry and i'm gonna do this i'm just like oh this is you're pretty awesome yeah Yeah. this is pretty cool um okay so originally we were gonna do a top five list of top five favorite action movies i'm not sure why we picked that but then you were like you don't really like action movies this was last night you said that and i said oh yeah i didn't even started my list um we can do something else so we ended up deciding on top five 
comedy movies from our like high school days. And the way I thought of it, and then you can explain how you did it, is like if I'm staying the night at someone's house and they're staying out of my house, maybe it's a couple guys, what's the movie we put on to all watch when I was in high school? That's just the way I thought of it. Yeah. Of of comedy movies. Because there is some stuff that like I would watch more by myself that my other friends just didn't like. I didn't really include those as much. Yeah. I so I mean, for me, it was <clears throat> kind of the same thing, like freshman year to senior year of high school, which um, I'm a little bit younger than you. Right, you're so, a couple years younger. Uh, but, you know, it's just kind of like still like 15 years later or whatever, how far along we are. Right. My, yeah, my buddies and I still use these phrases from these movies, you know, and these sayings to yeah. each other. And so that's just what makes it like kind of iconic in my mind, I guess. So What's interesting is I'm not friends with anyone from high school. Um, that I went to high school. Like, I mean, we're friendly. Like, if I saw them, we'd be friends. But I don't see anyone from high school. They don't call me to see how I'm doing. Like, I just don't have any relationships with anyone from my hometown like that. They all talk to each other, and I'm not going to lie. I'm not trying to say, like, I got jealous, but I did feel weird when you, like, go back to your hometown. And it's like, oh, so and some girl calls some guy their best friend. And I'm like, y'all didn't even talk to each other in high school. And, like, they're not dating or have a relationship, but they're just so they're good friends now. And I'm like... The fuck did y'all become friends? Like this is weird. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't talk to any of y'all, and y'all are all like fucking buddy buddy and shit. It's did strange. you guys? Did you guys do a ten year reunion? Um, they did one, but like a week before, someone in our class died, and I made this choice of I thought I could go to his funeral or the ten year reunion, so I went to his funeral instead. And he was Mexican. It was a Catholic Mexican church. Didn't understand one word in the <laughs> funeral. Best funeral I ever been to, and. I saw a lot of people in my class that day, but then they were like, were well, you coming next week for our thing? And I was like, no, I'm not. I just don't. We did, don't our, we did ours this past summer. Uh, I thought it would be cooler than what it actually was. You know, I kind of was like reminiscing. Well, like, I went straight. It's going to gonna be like this and this and, but right. Well, I'm honestly like, I'm not very successful at anything. So I have nothing to brag about. Um, unless people are like, oh, I like your rap music, and very few people do. Um, then most people aren't that impressed. And I, I noticed I instantly became mean because I was kind of funny in high school, but in like I'd make fun of people on their bullshit sort of way. And there was this guy just bragging the whole time, and I immediately was just fucking laying into him of like making fun of him the whole time. And I felt bad, but I could not do it. <laughs> it was so weird. So... Maybe that's a part of why I just don't ever go home either. Um, so anyway, we're doing top five favorite comedy movies from high school years. So more or less, that's the uh, the gist of the list. And you going five through one? We'll go five through one. We'll have you start with what is your number five? Man, number five for me, Anchorman. Um, Do we know a year that came out? I think it was. I'm like pretty sure 06. I was still in high school. I think it was 06. Yeah, I think it came out right before I, I graduated in 06. What year did you graduate? 08? 08. Okay. Yeah. So I thought. Um, Anchorman was one I watched a lot in college and I identify more with it with college, even though I think I was technically in high school when it came out. Yeah. But yeah, uh, what, what makes Anchorman your number five? Man, Will Ferrell just being in that and how crazy it. I mean, there's so many, really, the cameos in there. There's so many great right. actors that have come out of that too uh which well, a very quotable movie oh yeah very quotes quotable. you know this burrito is filling yes i mean i love i like paul rudd's character a lot yeah as well um and christina applegate's super uh attractive and funny so she's great in the movie um i really liked anchorman to me 
and I don't want to hate too much, and I'm trying to say, I actually don't have any Will Ferrell movies on my list, which is weird because I love Will Ferrell. He is one of my favorites. But there was like a saturation point at some point in time where it was like a little too much of the same character, I felt like. And so I was always like, I love Will Ferrell, but I liked SNL Will Ferrell when he was playing like eight people, you know, every week. And you're like, look at the fucking range. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Um, but I do really fucking love Anchorman. Yeah, I got to, you know, I told you like, it's like Will Ferrell, Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill. Right. Uh, those are kind of in here for me. So yeah, I tried I, to mix that up a little bit. but And I mentioned this, I think it was last week, but uh, Conan O'Brien has a new podcast. And Will Ferrell's his first guest. It's fucking the most funny shit in the world. Like, them two together are so funny. So I would highly recommend that. I'm going to check that out. Um, My number five is a movie that I think it came out when I was in junior high, probably. But it was a movie that even probably now, if me and my friends, or even Pow Wow, who I, I didn't know in high school technically, uh, if we got to that, we would watch it. And that's Road Trip. Oh, yes. Road Trip. So, like, great. Road Trip was to me a very quintessential teenage movie right and it was in the vein of the american pie sort of thing and american pie again was when it could have been on my list it was just probably more junior high than high school but that doesn't mean we didn't all watch it or whatever in high school so um anyway road trip is amazing if you haven't seen it you should it has tom green in it and he has very few roles in the world and he has a snake or he feeds a snake he doesn't yeah. actually have a snake um they're just it's basically these guys go from ithaca to austin texas on a road trip um, because some guy mails his girlfriend a video of him having sex with this other girl. More or less. I think that's the I think that's the premise of the movie. Yeah, and trying DJ to stop Qualls, it. it's the first his first breakthrough role. He has sex with a big old black woman. And at that time that was funny because he's a little skinny white guy. <laughs> and um they go to like an all black fraternity and they're like, Oh, I'm a member, I'm a legacy. And it's just it's great. You just have to watch Road Trip if you haven't seen it. I'm Honestly, I'll be really surprised if anyone listening to this podcast hasn't seen the movie Road Trip. Um, that's around our age. I just think it was a have to had to see movie. Yeah, everybody. during that time period, um, they had like a a spiritual sequel, not an actual in name sequel called Euro Trip that also almost made my list. But I watched that way more in college because it's Pow Wow's favorite comedy movie, and he would watch it twice a week for five years of us living near each other in college um all right what is your number four man this this goes back to my love for the office and steve carell right 40 year old virgin yes 40 year old virgin is great um that one is another one i think it came out my senior year like right after i graduated yeah i think it's 05 or 06 right it was so. like there towards the end and again it's one i associate more with college but it's fucking great it's amazing see i did it i guess i i did it off of when the movie came out so but i mean all of these movies on my list i watch all the, i still watch them today right. i mean i mean i remember watching the 40 year old virgin in high school and loving it but i i really binged out on it. something happened to me in my freshman year of college before i pledged a fraternity or anything is i lived by myself and all my money went to buying fucking used movies at hastings and i own so many dvds of shit and i would just binge like all and i saw a lot of these things i didn't like watch a whole bunch until I got to college. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 40 year old virgin's fucking great. It's like the, uh, uh, what's the right word here? The Mayflower for the Judd Apatow sort of style of humor that really overtook after that. Um, with the Seth Rogen sort of shit, which I know Seth Rogen is not Judd Apatow, but to me, they're still in that same vein yeah. or whatever. Uh, but yeah, 40 year old virgin's fucking great. Uh, 
did you were you watching The Office when it came out, or is it something where like later on, later on, yeah? So I was saying, because uh, I I want to say I probably hadn't watched the first season of The Office whenever I'd watched. Yeah, me. Forty year old virgin. Yeah, me either. So I actually think, um, I don't know. I think it came out the same year. The Office. I think and they Forty year old virgin. Year. Like it came out the same year. So. I'll be right there. Um, but it is super fun. I rewatched it recently because it was on Netflix. Um, so me and the wife one day just watched it. And I was like, man, I forgot how. I mean, it is funny, but how like it's also a real movie. Like I forgot it has like real movie marks, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, good stuff. Uh, my number four movie is one I'm putting on here more for like my generation more than me necessarily like i did enjoy it but just everyone fucking loved it so i fuck i have to put it which is jackass the movie that was good like it's hard to explain if you weren't in the moment and again like youtube didn't exist and that's a big part of all this i think with jackass of like it was a fucking phenomenon and everyone watched jackass and then everyone wanted like i remember my friends like let's ride scooters off the roof onto the trampoline and we'll film it and then It'll make us famous, right? And that was, like, just the way everyone lived their life for, like, a year or two there. And then eventually Jackass the movie came out after we had all watched the TV show, and it just delivered on every front. Like, Jackass 3D was the first 3D movie I saw because nothing before that seemed (laughs) worth it to pay the extra money. So I do enjoy Jackass. I've always loved Johnny Knoxville. I just think he's a perfect, like, a leader for that little group. And then they had such a good... Uh, mixture of of, of uh, personalities on it. I don't know, it just worked really well. I always thought, like, I love Jackass. They're a lot crazier than I am, though. Oh yeah, so. I would never hang out with these people. <laughs> never. He's not my people at all. And they all listen to fucking weird ass music and shit. But I, it was one of those you just watch from afar, fascinated sort of thing, right? Like, and there were crazier people. Like, I remember Dirty Sanchez when I got to college being the thing. Everyone's like. We're going to watch Dirty Sanchez. They're the grosser jackass. And I'd be like, oh, why? Yeah. Jackass was gross enough. Why do we need grosser ones of this? So I just think jackass towed the line perfectly for me, for my taste, if you will. Uh, all right. So what is your number three? Man, I got to go with Step Brothers. Another Will Ferrell. But... Step Brothers is amazing. Uh, I just I love it, man. It's so funny. I could watch it. On rerun, like I could watch it every week. It is the only DVD I have pulled out of my DVD collection to watch in the last year. It's the only one I pulled out. I'm like, I'm rewatching this right now. And then it's like on DVD, and you're like, yeah, because I own it. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Now, the first time I saw Step Brothers, maybe this is an overshare, but I'm going to do it anyway. I went and saw Step Brothers with our fraternity brother, D Squared, who has passed since then. Um, And he gave me a Xanax bar. And he said, let's go watch Step Brothers because I wanted to see it. And he knew I did. He goes, I'll pay for it, but you got to take this Xanax bar with me. And I'm like, well, this seems counterintuitive to movies, but I did it and fell asleep pretty much like after Will Ferrell's like, well, I spoke Paul with Johnny Hopkins. Like that whole scene you're out in the car, like I fell asleep and then I woke up with Will Ferrell trying to bury John C. Riley. And I was like, what the fuck happened? And so I won't go on. The first time I watched it, confused as fuck of what was going on. But then after it came out on a DVD and I bought it, I was like, this movie is hilarious. But 
Oh, man. So it wasn't a high school movie for me because I didn't know D squared until I was in college. Um, and it's not even a great memory, but it is a memory of yeah. D squared. So, uh, but yeah, Step Brothers is fucking great. If you're interested, you should go read the, uh, written oral history of the, of Step Brothers on the Ringer. They've done an article within the last few months and they just kind of talk about, they've done interviews with everybody, you know, of, of filming it. And it's just really interesting. If you're in the movie, I think you'd be interested to know how it was. Just so improv. It was like they had an outline, but like almost everything is improv. That's and they're, they cr- just I didn't have know that. Hours and hours of footage. And then it's like Adam McKay goes back through and he picks out the best takes and edits it together to the movie you see. But they could do another movie with completely different jokes if they wanted to. I'll, you know always I mean? see the teaser of like Step Brothers 2 on Facebook. Right. Or, or social media. It's fake, but yeah. I'm like, they should do it though. So. Yeah, I hope they do. John C. Rowley, I heard him on Bill Simmons' podcast recently, and uh, he has he just so sounds so fucking cool or whatever. I don't know. And John C. Rowley, like, like to hang name. out with him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, my number three, and this is going to lead to kind of uh, a pattern in the rest of my list. I noticed so in high school, I smoked pot when I was eighteen in high school. Right, so like the January of my senior year of high school before that very good kid. I mean, I was a good kid after that. I just smoked some pot, but I've always loved stoner movies. So I, I should have known because I always loved rap music and stoner movies before I ever smoked pot and I'd even be like, Oh, I don't think drugs are for me. I should have just known like, anyway, number three for me is how high because I fucking loved how high, like maybe the most watched movie for mine during, uh, during high school or whatever. Like, I don't know. I just, I loved Method Man and Red Man. It was just fucking funny. I don't know. I just fucking loved How High. So that one is going to be my number three. It's funny. Uh, I don't know. I just remember a lot of my friends would come over, and it's like, what do you want to watch? And you're like, oh, you have How High? All right, let's watch How High. I'm like, all right, fuck yeah. <laughs> and, you know, they would smoke their friend, and he would give them the answers. And it holds up now. Like, you can go back and watch it now, I think, and it's pretty good. I'm, I'm sure there's some stuff that's offensive, because that's just how the world is today. But, uh not that I can think of. I think it's just all all around a real, real great. I like when Red Man's like, "What crew you got? You fuck with my crew?" Because like, crew's the name of like them rowing their boat. Anyway, it's fucking great. Uh, everyone, go out and watch How High. I think that that should definitely be a thing. All right, what is your number two? Super bad. Um, this is just like, you know, it came out whenever I was like a junior, I think, and. Kind of just like, man, I want to go to those parties like that and have have the fun like they had, right. and and then uh, you know, always at the end of the movie, uh, what's his name? Who's the other cop? It's Seth Rogen and uh, Bill Hader. Bill Hader, and he's mm-hmm. from Tulsa, Oklahoma, right? Is he really? Yeah. So he's like, uh, I actually think he's from Broken Arrow. At the end, he's like. Back in my hometown of Broken Arrow, the girls uh, strip, uh, skip the handies and go straight for the blowies. <laughs> that is <laughs> so, funny. I didn't notice that. So uh, me and my buddies all the time, like, skip the handies and go straight to the blowies. So. That's nice. Uh, I fucking love Superbad. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, I was just in college when it came out. I remember I went and saw it at the first showing here in Ada in their old theater in which they had put the On film. college to- night? Well, they put the film together backwards. So this was the Friday it came out. And me and this girl, Vanessa, went to see it. And uh, whenever, and I know how to do this because I work the movie theaters and that old one, the projection, the movie comes in five separate reels. And then you have to like 
spool them off the five smaller spools onto one big spool in order, right? And so they basically had one flipped upside down and reversed on the last spool. Ugh. And so it went to, or I guess probably the next to last spool because it wasn't the credit. So it went from like whatever scene to whenever Seth Rogen's chasing, uh, is it Sarah's character? Uh, Michael Sarah's character. He's yeah. like, he's so fast. He's, it's that scene, but in reverse. So, like, they're running back, and it was, like, upside down, and everyone's like, what? Because, I mean, that's pretty far in the fucking movie, and it just skips, and then they gave everyone their money back, a free say, ticket. better give your money and back. And they were like, you know, we can't do it now because we got to fix the film, but you can come back tonight. And I went back that night, fucking packed, sold out, and then I had to come back, I think, that Sunday to finally watch it again. And so I saw the first half again, and then got to see the whole thing. But I fucking loved it. I mean, it was like, there hasn't been a movie I've quoted near as much after it came out on DVD and me and Powell moved in together, one day he made the, he called me fucking Judah. <laughs> he goes, fucking Judah. Because, you know, we used to always call everyone fucking Judas after Superbad came out. Yeah. Because that's like a little insult he has in there. And I go, what the fuck did you say? And he's like, fucking Judah. And I go, you don't know the line, do you? And I'm like, <laughs> he gave me shit, right? Because that's how I am. And then I was like, it's fucking Judas because if Judas from the Bible was a traitor. Yeah. And, then, and I explained this joke. He goes, oh, that's pretty funny. So I put the DVD in and we watched the whole thing while I explained all the jokes to Pow Wow because Pow Wow at this time I'm not trying to be mean about it at all but Pow Wow was a lot more of like a jock when he started his college career right he just was and through living with me and me being a fucking asshole and being like you better love everything pop culture that I love <laughs> he became what he is now where he's like a mixture right he's like a complete human being um so that was like one of the first steps for that was through Super Bad. And me, it's probably like if me and Powell have to choose a movie to watch together, we'd probably choose Super Bad. So it's just if I had to do my top five college comedies, it's probably number one on my list. Guess what I'm getting at? Very happy there for me. Awesome. All right. Number two on my list and another huge, huge favorite during my high school days is the movie Super Troopers. It's good. Super Troopers um, has the greatest opening scene of any movie, period. And I'll fight anyone about it. Not anyone, really. But it's just the best opening scene of any movie. I don't know how you anyone can argue it. I really don't. Um, it's fucking funny as shit. It's kind of a pot movie. Not really, but kind of, right? Tangentially. I know we all waited for Super Troopers 2 forever. I haven't even seen it. I was so excited when they announced it, and I still haven't seen it. So I haven't watched it either. I don't know if I will. That'll ever be a thing, you know? Um, I did decide that the guy's that made this movie, the other movie beer fest is also definitely an honorable mention. Uh, it came out like at the very end of my high school career. And then, so it was like the last movie that would have qualified for this list. Uh, but anyway, super troopers is great. I mean, in college, we still watch it all the time. I mean, everyone fucking loves super troopers. I mean, I still all the time tell people to say car ramrod for no fucking reason. And they haven't, or I'll ask someone if I can get a fucking liter of cola, you know, an old fucking liter of cola. Far is the best. Um, <laughs> And he went full frontal nudity. I just think that was a real uh, bold move by Farva in that movie, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway, love Super Troopers. And what is your number one? Number one, Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. It's so fucking funny. Love it. Like, mm -hmm. literally, I probably have wore out two DVDs, had to buy it a second time because of maybe even a third time because I've watched it so much. Yeah. Um, and this one goes along too with, uh, which it came out when I was in college. So I left off my list, but I love you, man. Yeah. Like those two movies, I could just put them in and watch them over and over and over. Right. So, uh, 
you know, it's so quotable. You can, you know, if you're not first, you're last. Right. I don't know well, what to do with my hands. To me, know. and maybe I, I know I'm like a pretentious person, right? And I want to get too artsy about some shit that probably no one cares about. I just look at it like it's a masterpiece in the way it's telling two different sort of jokes. So it's like there is the aspect to where a lot of conservative redneckish people around us watch it for the – because Ricky Bobby's a funny redneck character, right? Yeah. And that's all they see about it. But there's this whole other element inside to it of like what it's saying about America and like Sasha Baron Cohen does a great job playing his role and with Andy Richter's playing his husband, you know, and, and they're like a gay French couple and they are like quote-unquote enemy, but like – you're supposed to come around the end like they're not really the enemy. The real enemy is more of like greed and corruption. And like I don't know. Yeah. It says a lot of shit that I realize it I don't know if it's really necessarily trying to, but then again, like I obviously it is. I've never but I've most never people, thought that deep about it, but right. I'm saying this, I'm getting it now. But most so. people wouldn't think about it, right? And so it's just this whole idea of like I don't know if they tried or not, but I also think about that about like almost anything. Like I'm always like Will Ferrell's a fucking genius because of it. And I'm like, <laughs> but then again, that's what art, quote unquote, is, is like it makes you think and feel shit, right? And yeah. So maybe even them just, I don't know. It's fucking great. It's fucking great. Really thin pancakes. And uh, yes, he's like, I will break your wrist. <laughs> uh, also, I just also really like the whole he's paralyzed. The whole he's paralyzed scene's the best. Stabs himself. And he stabs himself leg. back in the leg. And he's like, maybe I can use the other knife and. Pride out. <laughs> just, I lose it every time I watch that shit. But I do own that DVD as well, so I fucking love it. Um, one more, because we're not going to probably get back to a lot of Will Ferrell shit. It came out, I think, when I was in college, and that's what I associate with. But semi-pro, yes. most underrated of that era of Will Ferrell. Right? Like, everyone by that time was, I think, over the Will Ferrell being a sports person movies. But that movie's fucking great, too. The owner, the coach, and the star player. <laughs> yes. <laughs> love it. Um all right, my number one movie is one that uh, definitely was probably <coughs> it got elevated once I did become a little pot smoking college stoner kid, right? But even before that, I love this movie because it was about video games, which is Grandma's Boy. Yes, and I fucking love Grandma's Boy. It, like, it's an honorable mention for me. Yeah, it's so. to me, it's very quotable. I just love the whole JP Robot guy. Uh, and the fact, like I said, it's about video games. I understand that's probably not how video games are really made and all that shit. Like, I know people in the video game industry, like podcasts I listen to, always hate on it for being, like, not real. But it's like, who fucking It's funny as shit. It's about dude just getting stoned making video games. He has a crazy autistic boss that you can still make fun of autistic people back then. Right? Is that an accurate take that he was probably autistic? Like, that's what they were probably. going for? Anyway. Uh, Grandma's Boy is fucking great. I enjoy... I think it's... One of the reasons I don't like Betty White as much as most people is because she was offered the role of the grandma, but she refused because they smoked pot in the movie, and she didn't want to be a really? part of that. I didn't know that. And I was like, hmm. Because she would have been funny, but I like Ray Romano's mom from Everybody Loves Raymond, too. Yeah. Uh, anyway, fucking great movie. Um, I don't really have much else to say besides it's just one of my all-time you know, What's he movies. say when he goes over to stay the night with him? He says, you have a car bed? What does he say? A, stere- a stereo, stereo system, system yeah. for it. <laughs> He's like, you parent? Because he calls his parents his roommates. Yeah. Great. And then, yeah, the guy jacks off to a Warcraft doll and it's great stuff. Um, all right, some honorable mentions because I have way too many. Um, Harold and Kumar, I always loved forever. I don't know. It was just something it's about funny. that movie I enjoyed. And then one that came really close to making the list because it is quintessential, like, for when I was in high school movie was Van Wilder. 
Like everyone fucking loved Van Wilder. And I did too. And like everyone would be like, you remember the scene with the dog jizz and the donuts? And it was like, <laughs> everyone talked about it all the time. Uh, great stuff. And then another one, Scary Movie 2. Oh, yeah. Scary Movie also a big deal, but Scary Movie 2 was even more of a big deal for my age group. I think because the strong hand that like went, that had a lot of, <laughs> a lot of life in it. Yeah. Strong hand uh, quotes. Um, old school also. Old school's really good. That probably started off the like, Will Ferrell fucking revolution in the movies. Maybe. I don't really know I mean, the He dates made like there. two or three movies every year for like yeah. five or six years. Well, so. I mean, Vince Vaughn took off after that and then Owen Wilson did, even though Luke Wilson was the one in the movie. <laughs> like somehow Luke Wilson didn't have as the success as everyone else. Uh so I had a honorable mention for Wedding Crashers. Oh yeah. So, Wedding Crashers is fucking hilarious. Um Vince Vaughn. I think if we ever do a top five best like movies that are on cable and you're flipping through and you stop to watch list like wedding crashers has to be up there like it's always if it's on you're like no I'll finish it yeah we'll watch good. it wherever it's at you can pick it up and yeah. go so. um days and confused came out before i was in high school but it was one that me and my friends always still watched because we had them on dvd or whatever so i want to think about that at least and then one that everyone loved and i will say i didn't love it as much as dodgeball but I did like it, but people not, fucking loved it of my friends. They'd always be like, Cobra. You know, they do that little fucking like, thing. Ben Stiller, just a little too much for me. Yeah. Well, I always. Like, I always liked Mystery Men. You know, that's like an old movie directed. And I like some stuff he does. It's not quite as over the I top. Like, like Meet the Parents and Meet the Fathers. Right. Those are funny, but. Yeah, but he plays more of like a normal. In Dodgeball, it was too much for me. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like. Uh, it still is funny, but yeah, it's just, uh, it's a little loud, I guess is type of humor it is um another movie i just absolutely love and it came out when i was in high school and so i did like it because i love this band is tenacious d the pick of destiny um it's my favorite musical of all time and i've watched it and listened to it so many times that i have to at least mention it here and then the last one i want to mention on the honorable mentions for my high school time period because this one was the biggest fucking movie at one point in time which was napoleon dynamite yeah Uncle rico I remember it came out in theaters and where I lived, of course, and I'm sure where you lived, you aren't seeing that shit in theaters because it was like an indie movie or whatever. So you had to wait till it came in the DVD and I'd heard people talk about it. And I remember my friend Trevor was the first person who had it. I went to his house after school. We watched it and I was like, that fucking thing was hilarious. And then like a week later, everyone had saw it and so many people quoted. I was like, I hate that movie. <laughs> but to be honest, the first time I watched it, I was like, fucking funny. It was good. It just, it burnt. It's quotable so too. quick for me because everyone, it's kind of like I'll listen to the blue collar comedy tour on CD before the DVD existed. Cause my grandparents had it. Uh, they live in Colorado. I love Larry the cable. Guy. I thought it was like super funny. Right. I get back to school after that summer. No one had heard it yet. And then it drops like that fall, the DVD. And then everyone's fucking yelling, get her done. And I have to be like, I hate blue collar comedy tour. When really I fucking thoroughly enjoyed that shit until everyone ruined it. So it just happens sometimes that way. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Any more honorable mentions, man? Man, I don't know. There's so many. I love comedy movies. So. Yeah, there really are. The list was way harder than I thought it would be. Um, but originally I was like, we can't just do top five favorite comedies because that list is even longer. So we'll at least make it more specific if possible. So I think it turned out okay. I know this podcast is going forever long. I'm going to have to try to cut some shit here or there. We'll see. I'm sure me and Snappy... Wasted time on some stupid shit. It always happens. Um, 
But is there anything you need to bring up? You know, I know it's been a while since you've been on there. Is there anything just been pressing in your mind since last time that you're like, man, I needed to say this? Man, something that's cool. I don't know if you notice, but I don't wear glasses anymore. I did notice Got that Got LASIK. Yeah, so. I remember on Facebook you had posted something about getting LASIK, and I'm sure that's crazy because you you always had really poor vision, right? Like, yeah. Like yeah. really bad. Not, yeah. not just like a little. Like I technically have glasses because my left eye is like – one little lens flip and that's it like i can see 2020 on a thing but if i go to the eye doctor they could be like well this size is a little weak but so i don't wear my glasses i lost them two years ago i don't know if i think about it um so yeah i'm Be- sure for best you, investment i've ever made man so yeah and like you have like better than 2020 right 2010 yeah still. So you probably so. see all kinds of shit i never even noticed uh-huh. Well, yeah, that is pretty fucking cool. But then some people can get up, right? Like if you have a stigmatism. So they have like, there's all kind of oh, different like surgeries that they can now? do now. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So. I just know when I was in high school, I went to this nerd camp, which made us go to different doctors and hospitals and shit. And that was one of the things there at the eye doctor plays. They're like, but it doesn't work for stigmatisms. And you're like, oh, right. yeah, they have one now that, that fixes that. That is cool. I don't remember what it's called, but yeah. Also watched during that a woman get a cataract surgery where they scrape shit off the eyeball and I was like, yeah, I was throwing up the whole time. Yeah, I get squeamish, man. I can't blood guts. Oh yeah, you would not have done well in my nerd camp. Pimple, also got to see pimple an open, poppers, things like that. <laughs> I got to see an open heart surgery, um, in which the heart was just beating. And I thought I was trying to jump out of this person's chest, and I was like, oh my god. And we were like in the observatory deck at um Saint whatever some hospital in houston or whatever so i've seen all kinds of weird shit when i went to this nerd camp but i was always like oh fuck. but yeah those like ones it's like look at this crazy blackhead that just never stops i watch almost all of those videos that oh, come up man it makes me sick i can't only because i'm just like how is that possible like you know i pop pimples all the time or whatever and i'm like oh that was big but it ain't fucking shit compared to some of these people those people have like a big old fucking lump on the side of a tennis ball on their neck and it's like now they're finally going to the doctor, and it's just an ingrown hair. It's yeah, like they're going to buy It's like ugh, spirals out. I can't like even a do it, dude. It's making me sick just thinking about <laughs> it, though. All right. Well, I'll let it go. Um, all right. I'm going to play uh, a beat I made. I don't know which one yet, but I'll let you hear some of my music before we started this. Um, yeah. It's pretty cool. I don't know. I like it. Uh, I'm also still trying to figure out if I can ever figure – if I could do like some spinoff episodes where I review other people's music – and then they, you know, then my listeners could hear these other people's songs out in the world, right? That they would never hear of any other way. And I feel like that'd be really fun. I just don't know how to go about asking people for music. If I should just go put on Reddit, like, hey, anybody interested and see who responds? Or if I should, like, try to contact people I know, you know, give them first dibs. Maybe. Sort of thing. If, if you can't find the second speaker like me, if I, you know, yeah. someone can't come, that could be a spot where you could fill that in. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. You could reach out to, to people and, well, and I, would, I would put it out to friends or or uh, acquaintances first. Right. My internet give friends, them a shot. Call them. Yeah. And then uh, and then go out to Reddit and find people after that. That'd it's be cool. Plan. I would like that. I like music, so. It's a good plan. I might do it. Uh, we'll see what I can figure out. You should week. play them your mouth guitar rap. Oh, on the end of this one. No, I'm going to save my raps for if I put out a mixtape. Oh, I forgot. Uh, I've, I've been thinking. I think me and Sammy talked about this on the podcast already on this exact one. I need someone to make music videos probably of like, I mean, really make a music video. But I also like don't ever want to show my face 
So could, you could uh, get a, a, mask. a mask. Yeah, that's the key right there. All right, figure that out. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on, dude. Thanks, Mo. Appreciate Peace. you. It's always fun.